Welcome to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I, uh, I'm in a melatonin-induced fucking coma. I slept for like 11 hours straight. Melatosis. Yeah. I needed it. I keep waking up on my work schedule like after five and a half, six hours. I need to catch up. So, you finished Last of Us 2. What was it like? At Um, least four people are dying to know from last week. At least four people. Oh, God, you caught me off guard. I thought we were talking about something else first. Uh, We are. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) What? Said you thought we were talking about something else. I don't we get are. It. Um You thought it was one thing and it's something else. Yeah. Big brain humor. <laughs> I mean I talked pretty much in depth. I, I almost I gave a pretty fucking serious synopsis of the game up until maybe what I would consider two thirds of the way through the game after having completed it the day after and that that day and the day after um i'm pretty sure we left off i was about to complete abby's story you know she shows up after going around all of this um you know these religious fanatics base which is a shame because you know when i asked my wife what her rating for this game was. She said 9 out of 10. Now, that's just from a perspective of somebody watching the story of the game. Every time that she gets bored during gameplay or something, she can, you know, look to her phone or do some artsy shit, whatever. I had to play through the game, so I gave it an 8 out of 10. And the only reason why I gave it an 8, I'm, I'm sure that I brought it down to a 9 for the same reason she brought it down to a 9. That being, there are a few woke things that just don't really need to be there. I've talked about some of the woke things that can be explained away. That's not the things I'm talking about. For example, I think I mentioned in the last one that the trans girl, boy, whatever character that follows you around, not a bad character. Well acted. Um, Wonderful person uh, uh, in terms of the character itself. You know, a very moral person, of course, written to be that way, whatever. I have no, I don't give a fuck about the voice actor, so don't come at me with that shit. I, I don't care. I don't no care how someone is. Don't I'm just saying, in general, I, I see this all the time. Somebody says, this person did a great job at this. Well, this person said this on Twitter. I don't give a fuck what the actor or voice actors or shit like that do in their private life when I'm talking about their work, okay? This goes to the Donald Trump thing and the analogy I like to use with that. Don't you care what Donald Trump said? No, I don't because I hired him to do a job and as long as he does that job the way I want him to, I don't give a fuck what he talks about. If I hire people to come do work at my house, some construction company, I don't care if they're out there talking about my wife's titties when nobody's around because they saw her walking around or something. I don't care. 
as long as they do the job to the standard I hired them to. Because I didn't hire them for their fucking opinion. I didn't hire them for their fucking talking points. I hired them to do a specific thing. So I don't care about that. I think the character is fantastic. But, I, you know, it's just one of those little types of woke things that I think is a little ridiculous. Just not to, again, not to a heavy degree. Uh, and I, I mentioned it in the last podcast where the enemies call her Lisa or something. I think it's uh, Lily. They call her Lily. It's Lily. And then after you kill all the bad guys, Lev walks over to you and goes, don't you want to know why they called me Lily? I mean, I paused the game and I said that we just, we both cracked up laughing. Like, oh my God, these these people are like vegans. They can't not tell you. It's like, it's like to them, it's not something that is just a part of their life. It's, it's a talking point. It's, Something they want to share and be excited about. Like, by the way, guess what happened to me today? I decided to be trans. Like, uh, good for you. I don't hey. care. I don't care. But it was just hilarious, and it felt really ridiculous in a post-apocalyptic environment. <laughs> it felt like something that nobody... There's not even out. anyone around to validate you. Right. There's no one around to validate Like, okay, here's a little girl just like the actor grew up a little girl felt like they were a little boy whatever calls themselves lev there are no hormone pills here in the apocalypse okay there's no treat there's no surgeries or anything like that to to do whatever they got to do to full on transition so what are you talking about not only that but the moment that it's brought up first of all I just met you. Like, okay, I didn't just meet you, but this is the first time we've went out somewhere together. I previously had just met you and you were an enemy of mine and I helped you and you helped me or vice versa. And I left you in a place and then guilt overcame Abby and she wanted to go back and save these people. And the, you know, they, they take her, they take the, the big sister of the, the girl Lev and, take her over to where um, their people are at the aquarium because she has a problem with her aquarium. arm. And it, the arm has to be removed. And Mel is a medic. So Mel's like, I need some of this stuff. You're going to have to go get it. Where is it? Well, the hospital that the, the WLF controls has this stuff. So you're going to have to go there. Well, it's going to take t- like two days to get there. And then Lev is like, well, we use these things we call sky bridges. Okay, that sounds interesting. We'll do that to get there quicker. All right, whatever. Cool. Um, So you go go with this Lev person, and after the first fight, you get into a, a fucking sky rise, start climbing up it, encounter some of these religious people, fight them, Kill them. And this is the time to mention, by the way, I'm the tranny. <laughs> you, we were just being shot at. We just killed a lot of people you know. By the way, I'm trans. Who fucking cares? So this is just one example, one small example of several small examples 
where, in my opinion, elements like these could stay in the game, but be done at a different point in time and make more sense. Um, I think a lot of people have said this, even like PewDiePie said this playing the game. Uh, the pacing of the story is incorrectly done, in my opinion. I'm not, you know, listen, Neil Druckmann has put out two games that have gone gold and sold millions of copies. Who the fuck am I to question him, right? I'm just a critic here, but this is just my opinion. Yeah, well, I think PUBG Alpha was game of the year, so. <laughs> I think that the story, in terms of the story, certain elements could have been done at different points. I think Joel could have been in the story for a longer period of time. My wife agrees. Probably why it brings it down to a nine for her. I think it would have been... I think you could have came up with a story that had a similar tone and similar prospect while at the same time having those elements with Joel. You know, One of the things people are upset about is there's a moment in one of the original trailers and yes, trailers are meant to be deceptive. They're 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 not supposed to tell you the whole story. Where Ellie's doing all this stuff in the in the gameplay trailer, and it cuts to a cinematic where she's about to go out of a doorway of a building, and somebody grabs her on the shoulder and turns her around. She turns around, you see her face, and she says, "What are you doing here?" And it cuts over to Joel, who says, "You think I'd let you do this on your own?" Well, that's not in the game at all. Like him even saying that is not in the game, as far as I remember. Uh, instead, it's the Asian guy who is only there so that he can get shot in the face later and won't be around to raise the baby with Dina. That's the only reason he's there. He's only there. Understand this. This is a good way through the game. This is like halfway through the game when he shows up. We're in Seattle now. We're we're somewhere in Seattle that he couldn't possibly be. He couldn't possibly know that we're there. The only reason why we find him is because we think that we're tracking down Tommy because we got word over the the uh, radio that we rebuilt that belongs to the WLF listening in on their shit that there's a man that they're chasing down or something. The religious people are, are chasing down. I think it's the religious people. It might be the WLF. I think it's the WLF chasing him down. And we assume that's Tommy. Turns out it's the Asian guy. Okay, so he tra- he treks all the way to Seattle and somehow manages to find us. Okay, whatever. It's just it's one of those things where it would have been better if it wasn't done that way. But it works. One of those to weird video game things where like well, it you're in a fucking degree. mansion and you have to do all these puzzles to unlock a door and you go through the door and do right. this fucking convoluted shit. And somebody and, and it's fucking Barry just standing there. Like, it's on the other side. What the fuck, man! Did you reset the puzzles? <laughs> how, did you fucking, how did you get here? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's very similar to that in the sense that he's ahead of you. You catch up to him and find out it's him. And it does work to a degree. I mean, it's not far-fetched that just like Ellie, you could come here following Tommy. You know, Tommy's better at staying hidden and moving around quietly. We don't really run into Tommy. Tommy runs into us. Um, But, you know, I feel like the only purpose of him being there is so he can be in the story and get shot and killed so that Dina doesn't, because Dina's pregnant with his baby. So naturally, it becomes an issue of like, you know, they're probably going to hook up and raise that baby together. Or that man, that cis male is going to be involved in his life, in their life. And in I order just to... got fucking one shot by some world trash. From full health to nothing. 
honestly, that's a great way to describe how Jesse dies. He gets one shot, but there's some world trash. It just it, it just out of nowhere too. You go through a doorway and he's just shot in the face. Boom. No no fight, no build up, no cutscene to like build up his death. He's he's killed like a nobody character. Wow. Shot in the face. Ellie looks over, he's dead, bleeding out of his face. Yep, that's the end of Jesse. And then the baby gets named JJ, Jesse Joel. I mean, I think that they could have done a better job if they had Joel in the game in that kind of sense where Ellie's going after somebody for something. I I I thought when the game was being the trailers were being put out that the idea was you were gonna have this my assumption and it's it's okay that the game didn't go this way, but my assumption was that uh, Ellie was going to be, you know, hanging out in Wyoming with all these people, and somebody was going to come through, and maybe not necessarily attack Wyoming, the the compound in Wyoming, uh, but somehow was going to kill her friends, Dina being included, right? This girl that she had fallen in love with, and that she was going to go on a quest for vengeance to do that and that Joel was going to go with her or follow her and then meet up with her and then have this moment together before he ended up sacrificing himself to save her, which would, in my opinion, him sacrificing himself to save her is a way better story element for Joel's character. It's very Joel like, and it, I don't know. I mean, granted the story's fine. The way it works out is fine. I'm not saying he should have been around for half of the game. Maybe like a third of the game at least. <clears throat> um, it's fine the way it works out. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be one of these people that's like revisionist on it. It should be completely changed. But just little elements like that bring the score on the story down to a nine. Um, I don't care that Ellie doesn't get vengeance. I, I really don't. It doesn't bother me because here's here's the thing and i've said this before ellie's a good person well why don't you just recap how it ends so that people know well, ellie's a good about. person people hate ellie or sorry not ellie abby abby's a good person people hate abby because she killed joel that's it but she's a good person she she was getting vengeance and justice rightfully so for her father being killed her father was innocent yes he brandished a weapon but Whatever. I mean, she didn't see that. She wasn't there. You can't hold that against her. I mean, that's just whatever. For her, it's not even like a, she gets away with everything either because she loses all of her friends due to her quest for vengeance. If she would have let it go, she would have been with Owen instead of creating that rift between the two of them because she couldn't stop talking about Joel. Uh, she would have she been able to have all her friends still alive and the WLF would have been just fine and they could have had their war against the religious people and that that situation would have come out without Ellie getting involved and throwing a big fucking fork in her gears but instead she had to go kill Joel and because of that she created enemies for herself again now you think the game's gonna end you know you, cut, you play as Abby, and you have these really good elements of gameplay. 
and uh, you know, you go, you find Ellie, and the whole scene happens again with the theater, and you know, Tommy gives her an opportunity to get away. She gets away. You chase her. Um, Ellie's pretty ruthless, but you manage to get the upper hand on her. Ellie gets her ass beat. Dina almost gets killed. And, you know, it's one of those moments with Abby where she's kind of, it's a weird way to write her because she's holding a knife to uh, Dina's throat. And then Ellie says, she had, don't do it. She had nothing to do with it. She had nothing to do, nothing. She has nothing to do with this. She's pregnant. And then <laughs> right before she gets interrupted by the little kid, Abby goes, good. Right as she's about to slit Dina's throat. That's a that feels like it wasn't an Abby line. It felt like what I was being shown with Abby this whole time wasn't an Abby thing. That's what I've heard it's, is the the character motivations sometimes just are really counterintuitive. Yeah. They try to build it up one way and then they just do something that makes no fucking yeah. sense. That's definitely true to various <clears throat> degrees. Um, I feel like that's the moment when she should have stopped in terms of how her character was throughout the whole, the whole game. Um, granted the guy that she loves was just killed by Ellie. So, you know, you could, again, it's one of those things where you can look past it to some degree. Uh, something that people got to stop falling in line with is the idea that characters are written a certain way and they should always stay that way. No matter what happens to them. Um, I don't think that's true, and I think that's a problem a lot of people fall into, especially with video games. We're like, this doesn't seem like something this character would do. Yeah, sure, it doesn't seem like something that character would do if you ignore all this shit that just happened. Um, But that's why it gets a 9 out of 10. The reason why it gets an 8 out of 10 for me, and I'll just wrap up the story real quick. Um, Abby leaves and tells Ellie that she doesn't, never wants to see her again or she'll kill her or something like that. She leaves. Ellie goes back. Uh, it, it cuts to like you're in this fucking field of this house, ranch house that's on this big land of property with like fucking wheat growing everywhere and shit. And the baby's there. So it's a year and a half later or something. And it's, you know, this weird... I don't know, lesbian fucking fantasy that Dina had where it's just her and Ellie living in the fucking country all by themselves for some reason. I know Ellie's a badass, but it, all it would take is like 10 dudes to come along and those girls are raped and killed. Pretty stupid decision, in my opinion, to raise a baby at a place like that instead of inside the protective walls at Wyoming. But whatever. Um, uh, Ellie has... This scene is really meant to give you a false sense of an ending, but also to show that Ellie has PTSD and kind of hammer home the whole point. If you've missed it, you know, Ellie carries his book around the whole time and tries to draw, draw Joel's face like she used to and can't get it right because all she sees in her head from the PTSD scene that we see is all she can see when she thinks of Joel is that moment where he's laying on the ground, battered and bleeding and dying. That's the only thing she can think of when it comes to thinking of Joel. So she needs some kind of resolution. Tommy shows up and is talking about how he found where she went. She's in California. He clearly can't let it go. It almost seems at this point in the game that Ellie's let it go and that Tommy can't let it go. And you can't blame Tommy. It's his brother. Um, Tommy can't go because 
His leg's fucked up now from taking an arrow to the knee, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, and, uh, you know, Ellie wakes up in the middle of the night, packs up, and heads to California. He plays Abby for a little bit. You're looking around for these fireflies. You find out from some radio source that there is a group of fireflies somewhere that's 200 strong. And about around that moment, she gets captured by these bandits. I don't know what they are, some kind of slaver bandits the or something. wet bandits. <laughs> and then Ellie shows up, and it's been like a month or two months or something like that since you played as Abby. So Abby's been captured for that period of time. And uh, you're looking for Abby. And it you really get the sense as a player, at least I did, that Ellie is not looking to kill Abby. It, it's really painted that way. Like, Abby... Ellie's looking to kill Abby again. And I think people, a lot of people probably assumed that. But I was going in with the assumption that this is, she wants to just like talk to her or something to let it go, you know? Like she's already kind of over it because, you know, when you, she's, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> you play as her in California, you track her down, you get injured, you get captured by these dudes, you, break free, kill both of them, get information out of them. Ellie's just a fucking badass. By the way, at this point in the game, Ellie looks way better than she has previously in the game because she just, I don't know, she looks like they she's not ugly for some reason. Something about the way that they painted her as a 19-year-old or something, she looks ugly. I, I know it's based oh, off Ashley Johnson. Ashley, Ashley Johnson is a, is a pretty girl. In this point of the game, she looks more like Ashley Johnson. Her hair's down. You know, she doesn't look she looks, she's dressing like a female, and I know that's like, oh, binaryism and shit, what the fuck ever. We all know what I mean when I say she's dressing like a female. Give me a fucking break. It's not a problem with her dressing like a tomboy. I'm just saying, personally, my opinion, she looks better here. She looks more of like a, a, a mature woman versus a teenage girl that doesn't know what she's doing. Um, and it's probably my favorite part of the game in terms of gameplay. But at the same time, it's why I gave the game an 8 out of 10 is because the game goes on too long, in my opinion. The gameplay is is fun. It's, a, it's fun, 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 okay? But it took me three days. I played Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all day long, except for the podcast that we did on Sunday. And that's how long it took me to beat that fucking game. When I looked at my save, it was 21 hours. 21 hours playing that game. Now, I watched all the cutscenes, so it's probably cut down if you don't watch the cutscenes, but, and the cutscenes probably make up, you know, six hours or something like that of the game. The majority of this game is gameplay, and again, it's good gameplay, but things can get exhausting. Certain loops can get exhausting, you know. You yeah, jump I mean, their games, the fucking uh, Evil Within was like that for me, and like, the whole concept is right. really good, but like, three quarters of the way through the game, you're just like, depressed and fucking tired of looking at the fucking right bloody now, concrete walls. And- I think God of War did a good example of this. You know, when you have God of War, the gameplay is a certain way. And then about halfway through the game, it starts to change a bit because of the introduction of some elements. I think you need to have your game do that. Now they try to do that with last of us with different weapons and things like that, but it really doesn't change up your gameplay. To be fair, I could have on my own changed up the gameplay um, to make it less repetitive, but a lot of my a lot of the time I just find myself sneaking because that's just 
the game style that I typically choose in video games. So some so, kind of pacifist achievement where you make it through the whole game without killing anybody? Well, they claim that you can play the game without killing any of the dogs, and it does seem like that's true, but there is one dog in in like the story that I don't know if you can skip killing it. I don't know how you're supposed to skip killing that dog. Because uh, you, you go through a door and the dog rushes at you, and you're in a sequence where you have to smash the square button, and Ellie kills the dog in that sequence. So I don't know if they mean like you personally kill the dog or have to watch the dog die from you hitting the button. I don't know what that mean. I don't know if they they mean something like that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I don't. There probably is a way to get through the game without killing people in the gameplay, um, to some degree. But uh. I mean, you can certainly get through areas without killing people. A lot of the combat areas usually have an area at the end where you go through a door and then barricade it behind you. Uh, and actually, sometimes if you kill everybody and then she goes to the door and barricades it, it kind of feels like a why. You know, I just <laughs> killed all those people. There's nobody behind me. Just to slow down, what's his face? Yeah, how the fuck is the Asian guy supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That's kind of why I give it an 8 out of 10. Another reason why the gameplay felt too long is because I was trying to get through it quickly, not just for the podcast, but because I've been playing it all weekend, and my wife wants to watch me play, and she has to go back to work on a Monday, and that means we'd have to wait until, like, I'd have to wait to, I wouldn't be able to play it all day until, like, 4 p.m. or something like that, and then I wouldn't be able to get on here and do WoW stuff with uh, Night Terror and all that shit. I wanted to get through it quickly at the end. And when you play as Abby day one, day two, Abby's story is not compelling. That's another issue is when you switch over to Abby, the the intent and goal is to show you that she's a good person and she's a normal person. You get these flashbacks with her and stuff like that and Owen and all that and see her friends and their interactions. But their story is not intriguing. First of all, you have to make shivs just like Joel did to take down. And I hate that mechanic from the first game. I loved that Ellie didn't need to do that. <clears throat> um, yeah, from what I've seen, she just has like uh, this pocket knife that never breaks. But it's it's still weird that like if you're going to have a knife that's like your go-to weapon for most of the game, why is it a little pocket knife? Why not have like a pretty decent-sized hunting knife? That's her pocket knife that she had since the first game. Just whatever. I don't, uh, whatever. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it could be great if it was a better knife and they could have done that, but whatever. They're just trying to fuck it. It's her style. <laughs> um, but with Abby's story, I don't really care. Um, there were certainly some elements that are nice to see, but the overall thing with the WLF battle with the religious people and the, you know, look, there's good people in the religious group as well, and they're persecuted because they're trans or something. I don't fucking care. It was so convoluted, and it broke up a key climactic moment. Like, there, you're you're about to see what happens between at the, at the uh, theater when Ellie is surrendering to Abby. What's going to happen? Up, oh, cut away to an entire section of, like, a third of the fucking game playing as Abby until you get to go back to that. I don't think that was necessary. I don't think it was necessary to... Sh- it was certainly cool to see certain things like, hey, this bitch dies in a few minutes after Abby leaves because we show up on this day 
in a couple in a little bit. They're you know, just trying to do one of those bait and switch things where they want you to they want they want to force you to do the things you don't want to do. And right. that's supposed a lot of to... people I watched didn't like playing as Abby because people are emotional and nonsensical and they don't use rationale and they think she killed Joel so I hate her, which is the whole point of the fucking story. Like, oh, she killed Joel, I hate her. Well, you don't even know her. You don't even like you've seen. You don't even know why she killed Joel, and then you get to see why she killed Joel, and he's like, well, that's justified. But I still see see people that see that, and they're like, no, don't care. I like Joel. Okay. I mean, I do too, but Jesus. And listen, from Ellie's perspective, it makes absolutely a lot of sense. That's her family. If you're in that situation, I'll give a fuck if my dad killed your dad. That's my family. My dad's my family. Fuck your family. That's how the apocalypse works, man. Hell, that's how it works now. People just like to pretend that it doesn't. Ooh, care about people that you don't fucking know? Go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> I'm going to eat you in the apocalypse. Um, So that's that's why I give it an 8, because the gameplay is pretty exhausting with them trying to push in Abby's storyline. And they could have done that with Abby, but made it shorter. I think what they should have done, and a better pacing system would have been, at the end of every day, because it's a three-day period, at the end of every day after you do all of this killing... Then you go over to Abby and play out the Abby sequence. Okay? That's what I think. And then I think when you got to day three, after you kill Owen and you go back, that's when it should immediately cut to Abby. And you play as Abby on day three, do all of her stuff, and then you see Abby finds the the map, because then you'd be like, oh, shit, she found the map. And then it go- she goes to the theater, and you bust into the theater, and then that whole fucking scene plays out of what's going on. That is how they should have done Abby. Instead of, look, you already know that Abby finds the theater. Now play as Abby for three days. Well, there's no, when they pick up the map, it's just like, oh, that's how they figured out where we were. Instead of, oh, shit, we left behind the map. She's going to find the theater. Oh, no. That would have been the reaction you wanted people to get. And that's a pacing problem. And that's... You know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just small little things that bring this the score down a little bit. Uh, and those are my problems with the game. Everything else I have no fucking problem with. But anyways, you track down Abby. You find Abby. Uh, she's been hung up on the beach for who knows how long. She's lost a lot of her body mass. Body-wise, she looks better at this point, in my opinion. I think that even in this state that she's in she's still muscular she's just not super swole she has the body of what i would call a woman in my opinion even though you know she doesn't really have large breasts or anything like that and i'm sorry yes i associate large breasts with women sorry fucking sue me that's my opinion that's my taste you can go fuck yourself i don't care what you think (laughs) no one said Uh, anything yeah i people say things okay people say things listen i live on the internet I know what people say. <laughs> it doesn't make it a woman. Yes, it does. In my fucking opinion. In my dick's opinion, that it does. Okay? I'm not going to flip you over onto your back and see A-cup titties and not think that I'm fucking Macaulay Culkin all of a sudden. All right? I'm not into boy chest. Sorry. If you have boy chest, get implants. Otherwise, live your life and stop giving a fuck what people think about you. All right. <laughs> um... 
So you fight her. And I could have believed that this Abby, this shape of Abby, was strong because she still looks strong. Just like Ellie. Ellie Ellie is like really skinny throughout most of the game. But when you get to this point, Ellie's toned now. She's got more mass on her. At least it seems that way. I could be wrong, but it seems that way with this the the year and a half or whatever that's passed with her living in that place. She seems more toned. And you fight Abby to the death. Um you know, right before you fight Abby, Ellie tries to think of Joel, sees that image again from the PTSD, fights her with the knife, slashes her up a bunch, loses the knife in the water, they fight with fists. Uh, and it's a good fight. The fight mechanics are good. It's a good in-boss. You get a lot of Metal Gear Solid vibes from it. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 bo- vibes from it with the boss. And then, except, you know, the boss was a way better character. And then, who, by the way, was muscular, but not overly muscular, okay? Had tits. Looked like a woman. Didn't think for a second. Nobody thought for a second that that woman couldn't kick that man's ass. And then... You start holding her underwater, choking the life out of her, drowning her. <clears throat> and the little kid can't do anything because incapacitated, pretty much, from also being up on the shit. And Allie, a- Abby has this moment. Not Abby, sorry, Ellie. Ellie has this moment where she gets a flash of Joel, and it's not his battered, busted-up face. Instead, he's sitting, he's sitting on the porch of his house back in Wyoming playing guitar. And then she stops choking him. Uh, stops choking out Abby, and Abby <coughs> leaves. And she says, "Just go." A- Ellie says, "Just go." And Abby leaves. And that's the last interaction they have. And it goes goes to a cutscene. And this really wrenches the knife to a degree too, but also kind of it, it makes you understand why Ellie went after Abby because throughout the whole game you're getting these flashbacks of where Ellie's being told by Joel lies about the firefly thing and then she eventually finds the truth and confronts him tell me the truth or you'll never talk to me again you tell me the truth and i'll go back to wyoming no matter what so he tells her the truth she's visibly upset by it like you know doing that cry thing where she's holding her stomach whatever stick to her stomach kind of thing uh tells him never don't ever talk to her again and then they go back to wyoming that's the last interaction between Ellie and Joel that you see. And then they eventually show that cutscene where she kisses Dina and Joel and the, you know, the older guy walks over and calls her a dyke because he's drunk and Joel walks over and pushes him and tells him to mind it and watch his fucking mouth or whatever. And then Ellie is visibly upset with Joel. And that's that, right? And you think that's the last thing she said to Joel was to, you know, like... Oh, so she finds out the truth, like, right before the game starts. Yeah. You you think that the last thing that she said to Joel the night before they woke up and went out on their shit, their patrols, was berating him in front of the entire crowd. Assumably after they've spent... A year, two years not talking to each other. Um, because the last cutscene between them was like two years or something like that. Two years before the events of the game. And that's when she learns the truth or some shit. Now, 
the end of the game happens and she's get, doing that choking thing. And then she tells Abby to leave after she has the vision of Joel. And then you get the final cutscene, the actual thing that they, the last interaction they had before he died. She walks over to his house that night after the party thing where, you know, she kissed Dina and all that. And before the patrol the next day, and he's playing his guitar sitting there on the porch and puts it down and she walks over and they talk and they have this moment where, she actually says, I'm willing to forgive you if we can get past this. I want to I get past this and forgive you and move on from it. And he says, I'd like that. And that's the last thing they talk about. So, of course, she is deeply affected by this because she was just rebuilding things with Joel. The night before, she was rebuilding her relationship with Joel. And then Abby came and took that from her. So that's why she had such a hatred of Abby. <clears throat> but she was able to let it go and you know she lost her fingers in the process and she goes back to the house and tries to play the song that Joel played her the first time and can't hit the notes anymore so she leaves the guitar there the one that Joel gave her and walks off into the forest presumably back to Wyoming I'm sure we'll get some DLC from the game but I think the story was fine I, I would like to see it kind of come back to maybe years later she finds you know Abby comes to find her again with the fireflies in a non-aggressive way to try and, you know, find the cure and see how that goes. I'd be interested in that. Um, how these two people are ultimately connected despite. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting, right? They find out she's immune and, they come to take her and she has to put her money where her mouth is. It's like, well, do well, you Abby really knows want to fucking sacrifice yourself here? Um, and that will be the question, right? With Dina and the, the boy to raise, now that she's got a son to raise, that you know, with Dina, is she going to be willing to sacrifice herself? How long of a life will she live? Will she live a full life before she finally lays down on an operating table? What's going to happen? Is it, is it uh, one of these... Because right now it sits to where it could go, and that is humanity had one chance, and Joel took that from humanity because of his own selfish actions, and you can't really blame him because if you have any amount of empathy with what it would mean to be a father to somebody, you'd understand that, uh, of course, he chose her over the world. Isn't that the whole point of, like, a significant other or a child or something like that is that you'd sacrifice the world for them. That's well, the whole like point, the right? That's the problem. poetic thing. Yeah. Right, like there's 10 people you don't know laying on the track and then your mom on the other side and everyone's like, yeah, I would fucking choose to save the 10 people. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. And if you if you would, you're a sociopath <laughs> or a psychopath or whichever it is because that is not proper empathy. Well, You just... don't know those people. It's, it's like, like people are actually are using people their uh, right their brain instead of their gut for a change, but on every other issue, people use their fucking gut. Well, it's not even a like a you just don't thing. know like, what it's like to actually be in that situation. A, it's not even a brain thing. You know your mother. You know who she is. You know what kind of person she is. You have no idea about these ten people. They could be terrible fucking people. I mean. Who the fuck are these people? There are people dying across the world right now, and you don't give a fuck because there's nothing you do about it. I don't give a fuck that there's people starving in Africa. Why? Because I'm I I there's nothing I can do about it, and 
even if there was something I could do about it. Who the fuck are these people? Animals die left and right every day to each other. You suddenly care about, oh my God, I care about the animals. Yeah. What about the ones being eaten by lions? You ain't doing nothing to stop it. You ain't starving the lions. <laughs> like, get over it. This Disney shit. This is welcome to real life. Okay. It's not dark and twisted, but it's also not some fucking happy tree friends bullshit. It is happy tree. Friends. Yeah, actually, it is happy. Tree <laughs> it's exactly like that. Well, that's all I got to say about Last of Us 2. Good game, 8 out of 10, and I gave my reasons why. Well, I haven't even made it through the Ellie part watching it. And listen, I'm happy because I was so afraid going into this game from what I know about Neil and what I've been seeing before the game came out. I was so afraid that this game was going to be woke, broke bullshit. And every time a game comes out these days, I'm worried about that. Well, especially in uh, what's going on right now with all these voice actors fucking quitting because they're not the same color as the character they're playing. That's stupid. That's called acting. Even uh, Nike, who went woke. Also, if you gave a broke. fuck, they said they you lost like seven hundred fifty million dollars in year? the first place. If you really cared, you wouldn't have taken the role in the first place. But now that you've made money off of it, well, well, some of them have said like, "Well, I thought it was okay because I'm this and that, and the character's mom is this." And it's like, so you're telling me that every time you get offered a role, you're you're actually all you can think about is the fucking racial issue. I think that makes you a racist. It makes you a racist. Well, people today, these last SJWs today will tell you stupid shit like, well, no, because if you don't see color, that's actual racism. Right? You know, maybe the Mandela effect is real. Maybe that's why it seems like the world is backwards. It's because we're just from the one that makes sense. You know? I'm only half joking about that <laughs> we're from earth earth b earth 2 there was something else going on i thought about it while you were talking and then i forgot uh <clears throat> well you know in terms of the last of us or something else no it was go- oh mixer shutting down Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to get to that on to a different thing, but before we move away from games and segue with Mixer out of games, I was going to say that uh, China's Halo Master Chief Collection was released, and uh, for all you idiots out there that want communism, just go check, take a look at what your games are going to look like, what the kind oh, of shit God, that the uh, government's going to do. Uh, any kind of corpse imagery and shit like that has been massively dumbed down uh, they did it. There's a side by side comparison on Reddit games as a YouTube video where you can see the Chinese version versus the standard version. And there's just examples of a lot of art stuff like, um, cutscenes and things are changed to like the grave mind intro cutscene has been modified, uh, to where there's you see less of the tentacle like it zooms the, the screen zooms in and they cut out a lot of shots of the the big fucking opening maw of it and stuff like that because it's in China they don't like to show any kind of grotesque stuff they they don't show gore they 
they try to hide gore as much as possible. I mean, they don't even show skeletons and shit, right? Like the fucking yeah, Chinese version of World of Warcraft. Like. Yeah. So there's a lot of changes in, in just that introduction. But there's also stuff like certain uh, certain things have just been the texture on them has been basically removed, you know. Um, so the Keys flood cut scene, for example, when you see the big fucking growth thing or whatever it is, it's been, it looks like somebody didn't texture it. There's corpses that look like they haven't been textured. Uh, of course, there's no blood in the game if you shoot anything uh, at all. Um including um, your own soldiers and stuff. None of that. You can kill your own soldiers, but there's no blood in it. There's a corpse model that looks like it hasn't been textured, like I said. Uh, (laughs) It's just really... I mean, really badly, too, by the way. like It's not like, oh, they took this corpse model and they removed the texture. Well, it turns out if you remove the texture, it looks like somebody made something out of clay. Yeah, it's just the material and the uh, that looks off-white, gray, fucking non-texture. So there's your communism, where the government gets to decide what you can and cannot see, uh, because you know, got to protect you. The government is your mommy and daddy, and you're just a little baby, and you need to be protected from certain visuals. Obey. Wear your mask. Obey. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we'll get into that after the thing. So, Mixer. <clears throat> yeah, well, um, it seems like Microsoft is downsizing because they also just closed all their Microsoft stores. Yeah. I don't think it's mind. anything specific to Mixer. I think it's just, you know, their mentality at first was like, look, we just want a good streaming platform. We're not particularly worried about competing with Twitch. And uh, I guess I came back to bite them because now they're out of money. Well, it's Microsoft. They're not out of money, but you know what I mean. It's not worth it anymore. But I don't know where I'm going to go. Um, leaning towards Facebook gaming. I'd like to be on some place like DLive, but... I mean, I I like the platform. I like the the idea that you earn crypto from just watching and participating in chat. But it seems like it's mostly non-English speakers, which means I'm not going to have an audience, really. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to get involved with another platform just to have it go away after a year. I'm not a Mm. huge fan of the idea of Facebook, but, uh, I really don't like the idea of Twitch. I do not like the direction they're headed. Even if it, it, even if it didn't affect me in particular, just out of principle, I don't want to support them. So it's probably going to be Facebook Gaming. Still need a new name. But we'll see. Maybe the Dock will unveil their new streaming platform. And that'll be that'll be a thing. Yeah. Speaking of, Dr. Disrespect shit. Yeah. Jesus. Still unknown. What is happening? <laughs> wow. Hey, guys, tell, no, tell your friends that uh, we have information in this podcast about Dr. Disrespect. Yeah. That's the new thing. Come to my stream. Uh, I have info about Dr. Disrespect. Yeah, that should be the title of the stream. Info about Dr. Disrespect. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, so just to be fair, the info we're going to lay on you right here uh, is not exclusive news. <laughs> so, uh, it's true, it's just uh, not what you'd like it to be. So he just basically, mm. apparently mm. he had a weird stream that ended weird. Uh, and then he was it just have banned. It no correlation. It might have no correlation. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch the of theories, but it's all... You know, could have been talking rumor. about anything. My favorite take is people that keep saying that when he shifts himself up, he's pulling his phone out of his back pocket. By the way, the guy always wears fucking shorts and shit. Um, but like he's pulling his phone in his back pocket, and then he looks down and gulps. <laughs> he looks down for like five seconds. You can't see any phone in the reflection of his fucking uh, glasses, even though you can see his fucking monitors all the time. You can see pretty much, and you can see his wife through his fucking glasses at times when she brings him shit. And I'm supposed to believe, and people are acting like it's a hundred percent. He definitely looked at his phone, and then he started talking about this stuff. Nah, I don't think so, man. I don't know anybody that keeps their phone in their back pocket while they sit at their fucking computer. Who fucking does that? Who sits on their phone while they're fucking? First of all, I don't know. maybe they want maybe they want back, back problems. Men typically don't keep their phones in their back pocket. That's my first point of conjecture. Secondly, you're at a desk. You're going to keep your phone on the fucking desk. What the fuck are you going to keep in your back pocket? Maybe if he had just sat down to the stream, sure. But he's been streaming for hours. Give me a break. Seems like a good way to break your fucking phone screen. It seems like a great way to break your phone screen. So, I, just, I don't think for a second that uh, I don't know if he says he doesn't know. Then, well, uh, so you know, in a timeline of things, the doc gets banned. Slasher comes out and says he knows that the doc has been permanently banned from his sources. Yeah, well, okay. they're also saying it's not just on Twitch; he's done everywhere. But I mean, yeah, that doesn't seem to make he's any done sense. Done everywhere, which doesn't add up because. I mean, what would that mean? His sponsors, after uh, almost, after like 12 hours or something, his sponsors declare that they're reinstating him or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Which, why that's... would they do that if, uh, what's the point of paying him for a sponsorship if he has no platform? Right. So clearly there's something going on here. And then Doc comes out on Twitter and says that uh, he has no idea why he's been, well, he doesn't know the specifics. I should say it that way. He comes out on Twitter after All they've said like is, 24 uh, well, hours broke, of silence. He broke TOS. Yeah, well, that's what Twitch said. Twitch said he broke TOS, yeah. and they gave a real big, non-vague answer. Now, by the way, people are like, all right, what? And then Doc comes out, and he's like, uh, Champions Club, Twitch has not notified me on the specific reason behind their decision. Firm handshakes to all for the support during this difficult time. Dr. Disrespect. And people are like, I don't believe that. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it okay. sounds exactly there like have something been Twitch would do. There have been plenty of examples where Twitch does not tell you why you've been banned. Just that you have broken TOS. You think about somebody like Velvet7. Monty and I were talking about this last night. This Velvet7 girl. There's a Korean girl that does these Korean dances to K-pop. This is what Korean girls do on fucking Twitch. Now, there is a separate branch of Twitch 
in Korea that handles the Korean streamers. Okay. She does these like K-pop songs. She'll dance to these K-pop songs. Now she has really big titties. Okay. She has really big titties and she would, she dances and she, of course she knows that people are watching her for her body. That's why she dances. That's what these Korean guys are into. And some of these weebs and people like me um, <laughs> and fans of titties, but, and this is where people are going to come out and say like, yeah, and that's TOS. Okay. No, because let's just go over a couple things with this. She has been banned multiple times. I think like four to five times in her entire Twitch career before she left Twitch. Okay. Before she got perma banned off of it and eventually went over to YouTube and then D live. And now she's doing like Africa TV or some shit like that. That's the Asian shit over there. Um, Every time she's been banned, she cried about it. She was upset about it. I don't care if they're crocodile tears or not, because you can see in her behavior, the things that she started doing to prevent being banned. She started wearing a bra. She started wearing two fucking bras. You can see evidence of this on her streams. She started wearing two pairs of fucking pants so that she doesn't accidentally have some kind of camel toe or something. She actually started wearing complete zip up fucking all the way to the fucking turtleneck style fucking jackets while dancing on stream. And still, even though she does that big ass titties, still was getting banned. It was almost like there was somebody at Twitch Korea that disliked her or had a grudge against her and would just constantly fucking ban her. She got banned for four weeks on Twitch, lost a bunch of subs, didn't get paid for four weeks. Twitch came back and then gave her an email. was like, sorry, we made a mistake and reinstated her. Didn't give her money back or anything like that. Okay. Didn't, didn't cover the cost of that. It's almost like they were slowly trying to get rid of her. And then finally they were like, fuck it, let's just do it. (laughs) And she got banned the last time because she was streaming from a hot tub. And she said, Hey, if we get 300 more views, my friend will put on a bikini and get in the hot tub with me. And by the way, at the same time, she's wearing a bikini. Now, I know what there's a lot of, there's a lot of idiots out there going, a TOS, man, she's out here trying to make money off her body. All right, let's talk about ST Peach, who still is on the fucking platform, who gets out of the fucking pool, flashing her ass on purpose, okay? Let's talk about Alinity, pulling her titty out, accidental or not, throwing her cat. If you don't care about that, she fed vodka to her cat. Still on the fucking platform. Let's talk about Zombie Unicorn, friends with upper management, a Twitch ambassador. Big fucking titties, okay? Uh, Paints them. Just titties out. And there's plenty of streamers that do this, by the way. Female streamers that just pull their titties out with pasties on it and paint them on stream, okay? You had Velvet 7 painting her fucking titties while she had a fucking shirt on. She wanted to do body painting and kept the shirt on. And then people like Zombie Unicorn who, you know, lock steps with that fucking narrative that Twitch staff has just gets to have her tits out and paint them. I mean, go go to Zombie Unicorn's Twitter right now and look at her top clips of all time. Titties, 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 titties. Okay? I mean, the body painting so doesn't I don't, look good. So I don't want to hear nothing about Twitch doesn't ban people for no reason or Twitch is fair or TOS bullshit. So the doc being not notified on the specific reason makes absolute sense. Now let's keep in mind that Ninja and Shroud had had um, left and had like uh, 
contracts written up by Microsoft to for them to leave Twitch and exclusively stream on Mixer. And those were big contracts. Million-dollar deals we're talking about here, folks. We're not talking about a few thousand dollars. We're talking about millions of dollars. Because when they came to Ninja, they had to pay him more than what he was already making on Twitch just from views and subs and donations alone. Okay, they had to make that a lucrative sell. At the same time, another lucrative point of it is it's guaranteed money. So, you know, it's not something crazy like a billion dollars, but it's millions of dollars. Um, and then Twitch does this initiative where they start signing their own people for millions of dollars. Lyric did this. Dr. Dick, Dr. Disrespect actually signed with Twitch several months ago, not even a year ago, like four to five months ago or some shit for a two-year contract, apparently. This is what I've heard. Could be wrong. So Twitch now has no competition with Mixer, and they have to sit here and pay Doc for, like, the certain amount of money over two years. Now, Doc doesn't really lockstep with the narrative at the top, by the way. And if you don't know what I mean by narrative at the top, just remember Dear Girl. These are the people that are hired, and people that hired Dear Girl are just like Dear Girl. All right. If you're a Twitch streamer right now, you should be worried that they can just fucking down you even with a fucking contract. Well, this is running. what I've been worried about since this all started like a couple of years ago is that I mean, I don't really have anything to lose by streaming on Twitch, but what happens when I actually start to see some growth and you know, because oh, we don't like your your opinions and they're just going to fucking perma ban me one day and not tell me why. And I'm not Dr. Disrespect. You know, I don't have any pull. I don't have any, Oh, Hey, I'm bringing hundreds of thousands of people to Twitch every day. Like I got nothing like that. I got no, I don't have a leg to stand on. So who knows? They, they could just, if this is why I don't like their terms of service. It's so fucking vague. They, they can just ban mm-hmm. anyone for any reason mm-hmm. and just be like, right. yeah, TOS. That's why they keep it vague. They keep it yeah. vague on purpose. We've talked about this before. Ever I since mean, they started changing the to... TOS, that's one of the reasons I went to Mixer. And I said that. They're very clear yeah. in their TOS of what you can and can't do. And I'm telling you, if these streamers take this moment as just another LOL, not my problem, they're going to come for you too. You think they aren't, but they're going to. Especially these people that are it's... like, oh, Dr. Disrespect got banned? Good. Like, why is that good? So uh, someone got banned that that you didn't like. Like, I get if you don't like his content, but, like, why would you actually want someone to lose their job, basically? He's got a family. He's not a bad dude. If you just don't like his content, then don't fucking watch it. Like, what what difference does it make? There's a lot of people I like to see leave Twitch, but I don't want to see him fucking canceled. Yeah. And this is a serious issue for other streamers. This means they can come at you at any time without any fucking reason, even if you're under fucking contract, and just take your stream down, return your subs, take your fucking money income away from you. I mean, people don't think this is a big deal. Dr. Disrespect's got a lot of money. Okay. That's assuming he's been banking it, okay? That's assuming he's just been putting it all in a bank account and hasn't been spending it or living at his level. Or investing it in other fucking venues and shit like that. Okay? The, the fact that, it. like, he signed a contract and then they permabanned him, like, that sounds like a pretty shitty contract. The point of a contract is, like, 
you know, there should be something in there like, well, you know, you can't just fucking ban me for no reason or without telling me or something. Well, this is classic, by the way. Uh, this kind of stuff happens with corporate affairs all the time where uh, somebody will be under contract. The person under contract will be released without knowledge of why they're being released so that a case can be built against them without them knowing what that case is. And the whole releasing them thing is part of the process. You have to let them go because it shows initiative or some shit. Like, oh, we let him go immediately because he breached contract. What did he breach? This, this, and this. Well, why didn't you tell Dr. Disrespect? Well, we didn't want him to get lawyers and start fucking building a fucking defense. Yeah, we don't want you to fucking defend yourself. They do this shit all the time. This is the corruption of some of our court systems. The fact that people can withhold information from you about what you're being prosecuted for and shit like that to some degree, or not even really prosecuted, but we're talking about like civil suits and shit, what they're coming after you on so that you have the least amount of time as possible to build a defense. The least. The less time you have to build a defense, the le- the the more prepared they're going to be versus you and the bigger their chance of winning. This is scummy lawyer tactics. Not all lawyers do this, but there are a lot of lawyers out here that do that shit, and it's scummy. The fact that Twitch hasn't told us or hasn't told Dr. Disrespect is ridiculous. And let me say something else. People like Shannon Z. Killer and uh, Rob's Rod Slasher, whatever the fuck his stupid name is, Burlow or some shit, these people are douchebags, okay? Because they took advantage of the situation to get clicks. There was no reason for them to say anything publicly about it. Okay? And more to the point, they have they have made it clear time and again that this is industry. This is serious. He's done everywhere. He's done for good across the industry. And then you have Doc come out and say, I haven't been notified on the specific reason. What the fuck could possibly bring him down on an industry level and he hasn't been notified of? It's not some legal shit. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's... In breaking the law. I don't think it's anything like that. So I honestly think that they just... They haven't liked him for a while. And they've just been looking for a reason. But I just don't understand why they would fucking sign him to a contract. Just if they were already like, hey, we don't really like this guy. They didn't want him to go to Mixer. I guess. I mean, it makes sense. But... I I like to look for the most nothing burger outcomes in situations because that tends to be the case these days. My nothing burger outcome prediction is that they're trying to get him out of contract and they're going to claim he made a breach of contract and it's going to go to court and they're going to drag him into court with it. And the purpose of this is going to be to remove the contract. Okay, that's the purpose so that they can get him out of the contract. And then what happens is Doc makes a counterclaim, but then Twitch settles with him. Twitch is like, okay, we'll give you a portion of what the contract was promised, and we'll drop all of our charges against you and unban your channel. And that's going to be the thing. And Dr. Disrespect is going to have no option other than. Yeah, This is why uh, competition is a good thing. It's kind of This is why competition is a good thing. Because Twitch knows Twitch that if Doc wants to make money, Doc no Twitch knows that if Doctor Disrespect wants to make the same money he's making now, the only platform for him is Twitch. Yes, he can go to Facebook. 
Yes, he can go to YouTube, but he will never get the fucking in- engagement and possible fucking subscriptions that he would get on Twitch. And he's talked about this openly. This is why he didn't go to Mixer. Twitch is the place to be, regardless about its management or how you like it. It's the place to be. Not just the place to be for eyes on the on the uh, the content or the website, but also the place to be for like features and shit. No other website has the amount of features for streamers that that uh, Twitch has. Mixer in did. Terms of, well, not really. The subscription feature, the partner system that that allows you to do a lot of different things, and the separation of that and affiliate, and how a, you know affiliate is a way to bring people up from the bottom and try to put well, them into the partner program and affiliate all this doesn't kind of stuff. really mean anything. Everyone's a fucking affiliate. All you got to do is stream for a month or an affiliate. You know, whatever. They just wanted to separate the people that stream once from people that stream all the time without giving out partnerships left and right. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know how people can just, all these streamers in his com. if you look at Doc's tweet, and you look at all these streamers in the comments, the amount of people that are just like, man, this sucks, this is stupid, or promoting their own stream, they don't fucking get it. Okay. They don't get it. I mean, if I was a streamer that was a partner with Twitch, I would be really upset about this. Not because I care about Doc or something, but because I'd be concerned that the person I, the the company I work for, respectively, can just drop me at any moment without giving me a reason. Even if I'm under contract. Yeah. You can't even do that. If you work for somebody, they can't do that to you. They can't fire you and not tell you why. Yeah, they can. In some states. Certain states. North Carolina, they can. It's a right to work state. It's it's kind of a shitty deal, I think. Like, hey, we can fire you for no reason, but hey, don't worry. You can quit for any reason, too. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, how are you going to keep someone in a non-right to work state from quitting? It's like... I quit. Well, you can't quit. All right. Well, you can keep paying me. I'm just not going to show up anymore. I'm not going to show up. Yeah. Well, we're going to make it. We're going to make it hard for you to get a job. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I I don't like right to work. I'm not a fan of it. Um. But most states, you can't just fire somebody and not tell them why. And that's because there are discrimination laws and things like that. So you have to you have to give a reason why you let somebody go. And by the way. Nobody's going to question merit. Nobody's going to be like, well, he's not doing his job to the level that he's required. That person might go, I disagree. Well, if you disagree, go to court. If you can prove in court that you were doing your job. But see, that's the thing is that's, that's the, that's the mentality, right? Of why right to work states were kind of made a thing. It's like, Hey, well, if they don't tell you, you could take it to court. But first of all, you're going to have to deal with the whole court thing without, having a job, presumably. And then even if you win, what are you going to do? Go back to a place where you know you're not wanted? Like, what do you think that environment well, is going to be there are negatives to suing a, an employer because then you have a harder time getting employed. People will be afraid that you'll sue them. Uh, this is why you should always want your your president to... You, that should be your number one concern every time you fucking vote every four years and every two years and every whatever fucking year that you vote for anybody at any level. The main fucking concern should be economy 
because if the economy's good, that means there's more jobs and that means you can quit your shitty fucking job working for this piece of shit you work for and get a better job without well, having to do some bullshit like taking the to court. Now, it, there is a misconception I'd like to speak to about court where people think that oh, court costs are expensive and you're just going to you're just going to lose a lot of money. It's not so, so much not that they're worth. expensive, it's, only it's just not, time consuming. Well, it's it's also only not it's not worth it if you lose. If you think you have a case, you take it to a lawyer. A lawyer will tell you whether you have a case or not. A lot of them won't even charge you for telling you if you have a case or not. Lawyers are not just going to fucking... There's this misconception that a lawyer will go, yeah, 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 give me some money. Oh, no, we lost. I guess I get to keep my money. Lawyers don't do that because they have records to keep. They don't... You know, you could... The, the amount of wins and losses that a lawyer has is public information. So there, there's not lawyers... Out there. I'm sure there's a few, very few that just don't care because they're in some kind of weird, I don't know, union type program or something, something weird like that in some state where they're just taken care of or something by the system. But most lawyers want to keep their track record as a winner. You know, they want to be able to say I've won, you know, 80 out of a hundred cases. I have a track record of this and that, you know, so it's, it's, if you think you have a case, which, you know, nine, time, nine times out of ten, if you think you have a case, you probably don't <laughs> because the fucking law system is so convoluted and complex because we keep just tacking shit onto it over and over in layers. Well, and, and setting precedent. Yeah, and setting precedent. Chances are your situation is not unique. Yeah, look at the precedent and see what Because typically judges will just go to a precedent. And by the way, when you go to civil court claims like that, when it's you versus your job, it, there's no jury. Juries are when you're being... That's for criminal court. That's for criminal court. So it's going to be a judge. Well, I think even in civil court, look at. you can request a jury by your peers, but... Yeah, but mm, you're better off with you a have judge, a right especially, to it, if there, especially if there is already a, uh, like you said, a precedent set. The judge is going to look to the precedent because judges don't like questioning each other. It's something they don't like. It's kind of frowned upon. Um, and for good reason. Precedents are set, and that's good. It's a good thing. That's why the Supreme Court's great, because they usually set precedent off of the Constitution. And who doesn't want well, the Well, the unfortunate side effect is it turns into the judicial branch creating laws, de facto laws, well, basically, because of those really. precedents. Well, de facto laws, but, you know, it's not really a law. It just means that if somebody sued you and took you to the Supreme Court, you can't take it to a Supreme Court if it comes to something like that. If you want to bake cakes but not for gays because you're a Christian and that's your religion. Sorry. That's why, I mean, I've seen, there's one one guy that got around that where, you know, because that happened, a lot of gay people across the country were trying to just, like, go after these Christian bakeries. And by the way, the guys that, the famous story those guys drove past several bakeries to get to the one that they were going for because that's what they wanted to do. It was their goal. That was their purpose. It's like this kid that's this that stream that's uh suing Twitch because people like Alinity and shit like that. They claim that they've sexualized them. They've creative addicted created addictive material. This yeah. kid is also sued <laughs> Blizzard. He sued Activision. He sued a lot of places. This, this he keeps kid losing. Is, he keeps losing, and people do this. Okay, there are people out there that do this. They they game the system 
in an attempt to live off of it. Where they might throw a dart, throw a hundred darts at a dartboard, one of them's going to hit bullseye, right? That's the idea. And then you got millions of dollars. Because that's what they ask for every time. $25 million from Twitch. Oh, and it's going to be divided amongst people. Well, no, it's not. Bullshit. How many people? 10 people? Fuck off. 25 people get a million dollars? Go fuck. Um, you know, so that's, this guy got away with it by going, I just, I don't do wedding cake. <laughs> I'm a cake baker and I, I won't do wedding cakes. GG, faggot. <laughs> I think that was his quote. That's not me saying that. I mean, whatever. You can't come at me. I'm gay. <clears throat> I identify as gay as of this moment. Yeah, and just right for now. now. Just for now. And maybe, you know, tomorrow I won't identify as gay. When I have sex with my wife. <laughs> That's right. I said a woman. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the whole doctor disrespect thing is ridiculous. And uh, hopefully something good comes of it. I'm very hopeful that even if the doc isn't able to do anything, that a bunch of streamers get together and go, this isn't cool. Well, maybe, you know, that executive order for social media can somehow be applied to Twitch too. Like, hey, you say you're a publisher, or you say you're a platform, not a publisher. So, Yeah, exactly. If you're a platform and not a publisher, you can't regulate what people say. And Twitch calls itself a platform. Now, what does that mean? And this is what people don't understand about the executive order that Trump did. It's not a law. It still has to go through Congress to be a law. But the basis is this. If you consider yourself a platform, then you're not allowed to dictate what people say. But you're also but not held time, responsible. For you're not held say. responsible. Yeah. If ISIS makes a tweet account, a Twitter account, and is showing them beheading people, you're not responsible for anybody's kid watching that. Okay. Um, now, they get around this a little bit. There's a clause in that C-13 or whatever the fuck it's called where they're able to they're able to take down content that's harmful to children. And that's the, that's the stipulation. That's the only thing they're allowed to do. They're only allowed to take down things that are harmful to children. So beheading videos, stuff like that. But you'll notice they don't take down pornography. They don't take down anything like that that most people would consider harmful to children in terms of what this, you know, the CDC does, or not the CDC, but the um, FDA says. And FCC. FCC, shit, that's the one. FCC says that you can't say certain words and you can't show titty and stuff like that because children. But Twi Twitter doesn't do that. And also Twitter has used that stipulation of protecting children for their reasoning for fucking around with political tweets and shit like that. And that's why the executive order came about. It says that, okay, you want to consider yourself a publisher because you're doing things that a publisher would do. If you're a publisher, then you have all rights to your platform to censor whoever you like because it's your platform. But you're also responsible for anything that's on your platform. Okay, If you publish something on your platform, Twitter, that is, uh, again, that that affects somebody in some negative way, doxing, uh, 
threat, uh, gore and violence, things like that, that a kid sees and a parent says that it scarred their child, you are open to lawsuits. So it puts companies like Twitter in check. It makes companies like Twitter have to go, okay, um, if we remain a publisher, we're going to have to really, we're going to have to hire more people and we're going to have to really cinch down on this. And you're realistically speaking, you, you have to have total control of your platform, like, like a newspaper would or something like that to make sure that people are coming through and that there's editors and people like that to make sure before anything goes out, that nothing's breaking yeah, guidelines. Which is tough to do on a live stream service. Yeah, really Really tough to do on a live stream service or I mean, even you'd Twitter. have to basically get rid of 99% of your streamers and hire them you'd one have at a time. You'd have some kind of delay by like default. Employees. You'd have to have a 10-second delay by default, something like that. Well, and someone's sitting there every monitoring stream it. would have to have an editor monitoring it that can censor shit with some kind of button press, visually, audibly, what have you. That's a lot of people you'd have to start employing. Um, and of you got to pick one. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like yeah, you you, gotta you don't get to say we're a platform, we're not responsible, and then start censoring people. And not even yeah. on stuff that's illegal, just shit that's very vague, like hate speech, which could literally be anything, because there's no such thing as hate not speech. Not even just hate there's speech, There's no nudity singular like definition. Uh, things like nudity and stuff, yeah. Uh, you can see how Twitch abuses that same law that Twitter does. By allowing themselves to take down people that show nudity or say certain things or attack certain groups. Um, but I mean, Twitch has to slow down because they're, they're walking on mighty thin ice. Uh, they're getting close to Twitter in terms of the shit that they're doing. And I know they're not taking down streams that are pro-Trump and shit like that. But there's that the only reason why that's the case is because there's no way to prove it, right? Because they're allowed to just take your stream down without even telling you why. Oh, you just broke TOS. You know, what's to stop them from going some fucking lefty employee going to somebody's stream that's like, yeah, Trump 2020, and then taking them down and claiming TOS? They broke TOS. Yeah. I mean, you look How? at the Velvet well, 7 we don't, need to, we don't need to tell you by. that. Yeah, we don't need to tell you. But that's my livelihood. You've taken away my income. I would say that, and uh, I could be wrong here because I don't know about the TOS or whatever, but I don't read. Nobody reads that shit. It's meaningless uh, anyway. For, it's either um, common sense or it's so vague that it doesn't matter. I don't know if there are currently situations where if Twitch, if you're in a certain state or relative to the state that Twitch is in and operates out of, if there aren't right to work laws and you can actually go after Twitch if they do something like that. I don't know. They'd have to take it to court. Because here's the problem. Most of these streamers don't do this shit. It's this weird phenomenon where these people with all this fucking money, PewDiePie didn't do it to YouTube. I have yet to see one person. I think it's just a lot of people don't know the law and don't know their rights. That's probably true, yeah. They don't even consider getting a lawyer. Probably the whole fucking, you know, 
This Which is, why, is my daddy's is situation. Like a, oh, my parents. My parents said that I. This is what I like that. about Trump. Everybody's like, I just sues people. Like, yeah, because he knows the law. Because he has lawyers that tell him they can't do that. <laughs> Good. Let's make them fucking. You know. Let's make them regret it. Legally. Legally, yeah. That's not a threat. That's not hate speech. And by the way, if you think that I'm being a little ridiculous with my claims of people at the top of Twitch being left, let's not forget Deer Girl. All right. I have yeah. power, and some people should be afraid of me having well, power. Well, perfect example is because there's no. There's no uh, definition of what hate speech is in Twitch TOS. Like, what if this person, dear girl, came out and said, I hate white supremacists? It doesn't matter what... Speech. I mean, it is, but it doesn't matter whether it's, uh, you know, a good opinion or not. People are allowed to have shitty opinions. Yeah. But it's not how it works on Twitch. Hate, hate speech dear. is defined as anything that Twitch doesn't like. That's exactly the problem. Now, the Constitution says that you cannot make a law for one group of people in the United States. Unconstitutional to pass laws that are a benefit or a negative net to one group of people. And that's why hate speech laws that keep trying to get passed through Congress are stood against by people like Rand Paul. It's a crazy thing, right? Like, it's not illegal to be a racist. It's only illegal right. to not illegal to act be upon your racism. Yes. We already have those laws in place as well. Oh, we need an anti-lynching law. Well, we already have laws against that. When you lynch somebody, you kill them. We already have laws against that. It's called going to jail for murder. Prison. And listen, people like us on the right, I say us, I mean like not me and Night Terror necessarily, I mean like people on the right, we are all for the death penalty for certain people. But people on the left don't want the death penalty. So, you know, you have situations where a black guy gets killed by a white guy, hypothetical situation, by a hanging for some fucking reason, to send a message. White guy gets caught, puts on put on trial, gets murdered by the government or justifiably killed. Just like Abby did to Joel, only less painful. Less dramatic. Less dramatic. People on the left have a problem with that. Why? Because less than 1% of the prison population is unjustly in prison? That's not a problem with the death penalty. That's a problem with the court system being so convoluted. And you know who's to blame for that? The elected officials. That's who. All these different laws and shit. They're put in place, not the police. The police just enforce the laws that the elective. You know, that's why it's crazy to see people say defund the police, but they don't want to defund fucking Congress. Well, that's why executive orders are a thing, is because that branch of government is responsible for enforcing the laws. Like, th- this is basic high school shit. I mean, yeah. legislative branch writes the laws, judicial branch interprets the laws, executive yeah. branch enforces the laws. Right. And so. You know, you have the police out here enforcing laws that are 
put up by the fucking Congress, which is democratically controlled right now. It's also not supposed to be the federal government. Like the police, police are also the only ones voting against fucking uh, state reform, police reform. By the way, they're the only ones voting against police reform. It's not like they're putting up police reform and Republicans are voting it down. That's not what's happening. They're voting each other down. Stop watching CNN and MSNBC for your fucking news. Watch C-SPAN. Watch the actual fucking votes happening. Read the fucking bills. This is all public information. Read the bills that are being put forward and then see who's voting for and against it. Just like impeachment. Everybody watched impeachment trials, right? You can read what the impeachment documents had in them and what they were. And then you got to sit there and watch who voted what. Democrat, Republican. And I mean, if you're listening to this and you're you. a gamer, you should be pretty familiar with C-SPAN if you're from the 80s and 90s because it's the channel that you played your video games on. Yeah. Channel 3. Channel 3. Good old days. None of this <sighs> input select shit. Just overwrite C-SPAN. <laughs> with Mario... And now you get to be that person. Like, man, who the fuck would just watch all these guys in suits? What am I looking at? Well, Mario time. Now you get to go back and watch it. Here's the way I like to put it with Twitch. Twitch should be a platform, and people should be able to do whatever they want as long as it doesn't violate uh, certain guidelines on, like, obvious stuff, like violence. Like, you can't just beat people up on your stream. Right? Yeah, you also can't um, incite violence. I mean, uh, you can't that's stick illegal. a dildo in your cunt and pull it in and out over and over in, in, in front of people on Twitch, okay? Now, there are mature audience buttons, so I don't have a problem with some girl jumping around topless. I don't. Like, I mean, I, I don't even disagree with uh, Twitch having a TOS. Like, they're a company. They can just, you know, decide who streams on their platform or not but like it's it's the fact that they're so inconsistent about it listen man i'm a libertarian i think that if people don't want to watch somebody they won't watch somebody twitch doesn't need to be getting involved but i do agree that there as a libertarian we're not anarchists i do agree that there are certain things that twitch should probably just not have on their platform like pornography there's plenty of places to get pornography and plenty of these twitch girls can have their porn sites separate to to twitch I don't think, I think if a girl wants to take her top off and have her titties out, fully out, not fucking pasties, and paint her titties, that's her fucking business, you know? And if guys want to do that to, like, I don't know, their fucking ball sack, whatever, that's weird, <laughs> but whatever, man. I mean, I don't think many people are going to watch that. I mean, certainly, you're yes, you're going to get people that watch that on Twitch that are underage, and that's why they're watching it. But that's the problem, right? The problem is that Twitch tries to paint itself as a place for children. There is a button you have to play, put on your shit if it's mature content. If you don't do that, you should be it should be a bannable offense. Okay? And then all that Twitch needs to do is make this more aware to parents. Listen, parents, Twitch.tv is a place for children in certain areas, just like YouTube does. YouTube kids have and like Netflix Twitch does it kids. too. Yeah. So you know, start getting involved with that. You know, hey, uh, if somebody has a mature filter, you know, start getting better systems for like parental controls. You know, 
Like in order to watch Twitch, you don't have to have an account, but you have to have an account to watch this mature content. You know, you can't just come in as a guest and watch. I mean, I just, content. I just wish there was a platform that was like how Twitch used to be, where it's about gaming. Like it's Twitch's every right to say, "Hey, we want to have people that paint their tits now." I agree. Or that people that do separated. just chatting, or, but like it was better when it was Justin TV and Twitch. You have your gaming on Twitch and everything else on Justin TV, and they're kind of linked. Yeah, I think they should separate just chatting and the video games. I, I agree with that. Um, absolutely, and for people because for people the people and... who do want to stream games, it's a lot harder because just chatting and all this other shit. Has just taken over Twitch, and that's fine if that's what they want. But it leaves a lot of people who just want to stream video games kind of in the dark because there's not a whole lot of really popular places for that. I mean, at least YouTube separates it, but it's not easy to find. You can also have systems in place that link it up, where if somebody's streaming, if somebody that normally streams video games is streaming just chatting because they're doing like a cooking stream or something, you know, it dis- it doesn't display what they're streaming on their Twitch, but it you know, displays a link or something. I'm streaming right now on Twitch's sister site, live, whatever, real life or something, IRL.tv or some shit, whatever, you know, whatever the fuck, just chatting.tv. I mean, you know, that's all they have to do. Get more involved. I mean, YouTube does this. If you try to go to a, a YouTube video and it's got mature content, you have to be signed in. You can't just watch that. So Twitch needs to do the same thing. And then you can have girls that want to fucking paint their titties legitimately. And if you separate the two sites, I think you might you might actually run off the girls that are there just to fucking promote their OnlyFans shit. Because, you know, right now people like ST Peach and Alinity are popular because of little fucking losers watching them that think they're attractive. By the way, Alinity is so fucking... This is the whole point of simp. I see people throw simp around. You know, this happens with all words. Something is created and people don't understand it and they just throw it around all the fucking time. Simp has a very important word in it that makes it not applicable to all situations. Okay? And that's mediocre. The M stands for mediocre. Okay? The P stands for pussy. Mediocre pussy. Right, people are like, ah, cutie pie simps for Marcia. Are you kidding me? You think Marcia is mediocre pussy? Okay, give me a break. Alinity is mediocre pussy. That's why it's simping. All right, she she's a, just a fucking girl next door with a pretty face. You can see. Just go to fucking Pornhub. Like half the fucking porn stars are built like her and look like her in the face. I just I don't understand it. The reason there's a reason why things like uh, voluptuous Asian girls are considered a rarity, you know, a unicorn. That that's the thing that you're supposed to simp for is the unicorn, an a, a Japanese woman with big tits and a big ass that isn't overweight. Wow, amazing! And it's not implants. Oh well, shit! It's a unicorn. Grab it before it gets away. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't be over here simping for fucking ST Peach. Oh my God, look at her ass. Yes, it looks like fucking Sasha Gray's ass. It, there's no difference. But she's so pretty. So are all these other girls. Have you seen Sasha Gray? She's pretty. Yeah, but 
this girl talks to me when I donate to her. Uh, Sasha Gray would do the same thing, okay? <laughs> if you were to simping for her, you go simp for a porn star. They're all out there on fucking OnlyFans and shit. Go ahead. Go simp for them. Go fucking play, pay their fucking $1,500 fucking tier. They'll, they'll talk to you, you fucking loser. Get a girlfriend. Jesus fucking Christ. When did it become okay to just fucking sit here on fucking Twitch and be like, oh, notice me, lady. Jesus fucking Christ. You are a loser. I get it if you're a kid because you probably, your mom's probably blocked Pornhub and Spank Bang and X videos and OnlyFans and all this shit. You can't do OnlyFans because your mom would I mean, granted. If you if your parents aren't blocking OnlyFans, get over there. There's a lot of girls that do like <laughs> there's a lot of girls that do like free OnlyFans and it's, you know, sometimes they'll show shit, sometimes they won't, you know, promote their friends circles and shit like that, but I mean, if you're if you can't get Pornhub and you're a teenage boy, that, that's the kind of shit that I was jerking off to as a kid. Fucking Sears catalogs and shit. Just jerking off. And by the way, anybody that's got a problem with that, it's good to have kids jerk off to low-level stuff early on. They're going to jerk off. You don't want them to start at anal. You know, It's got to be a progressive system. If you start at anal, by the time you're 40, you're wanting girls to shit on your chest. Weird. Right? <laughs> Listen, I spent my whole... I spent my young life jerking off to like Sears catalog stuff. And and when I was in my 20s, my my niche was like big tits and then it slowly grew into my 30s into big tits big asses and i've always thought the anal was gross but then at at 35 i'm looking at my wife who's on her period i'm thinking i could put my dick in there (laughs) that's where it goes man like it's constantly a fucking stepping piece some people stay it's not true for everybody there's exceptions some people stay plateaued out their whole life with their sex drive some people just ignore it. They, I wish I could do that. I wish I could wake up in the morning and just look at my dick and say no. <laughs> and then just go do some stuff with energy and all that shit. But nope. For some reason, <clears throat> I got to expend a lot of energy for a little bit of protein. <laughs> hey, man, women should be more respectful of... And Listen, there was a black guy that talked about this. Women should always swallow the jizz. Now, let me just give you this, okay? Okay, men exert a lot of energy and nutrition to make jizz, and women are just letting that go to waste on their asses and shit? Come on. There's something about how it's good for depression or something. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not depressed when she's smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, you know, speaking of things on your face, mask. Everybody's wearing masks right now. Yeah, and you're an irresponsible piece of, of shit if you don't, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you get attacked constantly well, hey, if you don't. Before we move on, yeah, go ahead. I had a question for you guys. Oh, so boy. I'm thinking about going back to Twitch, right? And, yeah. you know, since Mixer's gone, and I was thinking, you know, I don't know the best way to get noticed, but I figured maybe if I whip my dick out and put a condom on it and then paint it, I'd be fine. What do you think? Well, I think you got to put like, I think you need to set a precedent. I think a piece of paper has to be taped to the head of your dick, just the head of it. 
Okay, I can and do the that. Whole, the whole shaft can be out, and then you can paint. Okay, okay. And yeah. you can do like a, you can make it look like a fish on a back black backdrop. I was thinking and then an your balls. Your balls are the coral. I was thinking that elephant and then the balls. Elephant works, like yeah, yeah. Open yeah, but you're like definitely going to have to cover up the head part because, you know, it's not a dick until you see the head. You know, go ahead and draw a dick right now, but don't put the head on. Nobody's going to say, is that a dick? Not until you put that head on until it's a dick. Same with boobs, right? It's just a circle until you put that nipple on there. Oh, shit. Look at that. I saw 90% of Nicki Minaj's titty. I guess I haven't seen her titty. I mean, a precedent has to be set. And then when you get banned, that's when you start making a public statement about all these girls doing painting. Eh? Eh? Yeah. Eh? I get fame piggybacking off of their... I think you have to do balls, though, because I think balls are on the same level as tits. I really do. I think dick is on the level of vagina. And I haven't seen any girls doing their vaginas yet. So I think you got to do balls specifically. It's got to be like, you got to get like a cutout, you know, first of all, you got to wear a sock on your dick just in case, you know, cause you got to show Twitch that, you know, you don't want something to act. No, I got to wear a sock on your dick, duct taped on there or something, whatever. And then you get like a cutout and you just slide it over your balls where only your balls are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just sit there with your legs up and you just painting it. That would be the most hilarious, most talked about stream. I'm telling you, I'm not even, I'm not even lying. That would get you popular. People would know who you are from that. Hey, ain't that that scrote dude? Yeah. No, they'd meet. It would get that would get shared around so fast. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Guy paints his balls on stream. Then you start pushing back after you get banned, which you're going to. You start pushing back on the fact that girls get to paint their tits. Why can't I paint my balls? I thought it was a a good idea. I mean, what, are they going to permanently ban you? Even if they permanently ban you, people know who you are. Now now you have that little bit of fame that's necessary to get off the ground. Just got to be willing to show your balls to people. (laughs) That's all it is, man. That's all it is. I'm a firm believer of doing things like that to get uh, fame on Twitch, though. You know, I, I am a firm believer of that. Doing doing things that will get you talked about that are bannable offenses, but that you know because it's your first time, you'll come back from. Girls do this all the time. We saw that that French girl do it. You know, the French girl that cooked all the time in skimpy clothing. And then she finally, oh, I forgot that my stream was on. So I took off my bra and top. The stream day was over and I forgot to turn off my stream. And then I sat in front of my computer and took off my shirt and my bra so my titties could come out. And then, like, well, I mean, she gets she's banned. That's, that's she gets banned. And three days later, guys, I'm happy to announce that I am a Twitch partner. <laughs> that literally happened. Look yeah. it up. I'm going to go- Google it right. Now. Girl gets partnered 
on Twitch after three day ban. <clears throat> no longer Twitch bans, thanks. Amaranth. It's and here's another thing that and a reason why we were talking about this with people that like uh the reason why they need to separate this shit and just do the mature content stuff. It's ridiculous when people like XQC are getting banned because an in-game woman shows too much of herself. Like you're banning people that aren't showing anything because something is being shown in a video. Well, I mean, last I checked on TOS, it's uh you're allowed to have nudity and sex being shown if it's in a video game and you're not like, you know, rewinding and fucking showing it over and over again. And if it's just part of the game, it's fine. So if uh, that actually happened, he has a reason to, uh, you know, fight back. I'll tell you a reason because uh, FQC is known in the past for saying things like fag and shit like that. So of course they're going to come after him, you know? Find it? Can't find it because everything's alinity this, alinity that. My God, you literally can't talk about females on Twitch without alinity being the yeah, hot so fucking topic. Good, uh, good job on her being the center of attention all the time. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Twitch has no problem with that. Twitch, she's friends with all the fucking Twitch people, man. I just, I whatever. It's whatever. Man, I don't get it. Anyways, on to COVID mask, right? I mean, what is there to say? I mean, if I had to go outside, I'd wear a mask just so I didn't have to fucking deal with anyone getting my face. Well, here's the thing I wanted to talk about. And it really upsets me because I know people that talk about like, wear a mask, wear a mask. It's going to help other people. If you're wearing a mask, it's helping other people. And then you see Joe Biden wearing his fucking cloth mask. And he's trying to use that against Trump. Like I wear a mask because I care about the lives of other people. Trump doesn't like, first of all, I don't believe you for a second when you say you care about the lives of other people, because I'm not some gullible fucking loser that thinks that politicians care about me. I don't think Trump cares about me. I don't think Biden cares about me. I think Trump cares about making the country better for him and his family. And I have no problem with that because if the Trump, if the country's better for him and his family, it's likely going to be better for me because when it comes to what he talks about, he wants the economy to be good. He wants China not to be taken advantage of us and shit. I can't disagree with that. And by the way, He also talks about like immigration and how that's a big fucking deal because it's hurting people. Yes, immigration hurts people, but that's, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that he cares about my family. Like he doesn't even know me. He has no idea I I exist. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, ah, this person that I like, they definitely are concerned about everybody in the country. No, I don't think he's an immoral person that's completely... You can care on a uh, like a blanket level, like yeah. Overall, yeah, I want the best overall. for everyone. But like sure. you specifically, like how do you 
How do you care about someone you don't even know? Well, I'm. I mean, it's a it's a weird thing that we say like caring. Like, I'm. I don't mean like he's. You know, I don't mean like he's. Oh, he doesn't care about anybody but his family. I mean, we all only pretty much care about our families when it comes down to it. Our circles, our family and friends. Any kind of extension beyond that to other people is just a form of empathy where we'd like to be able to help other people if we had the means to do it to some degree, not to, to a reasonable degree. You know, if you're running for president, it's because you think that the country is going in a direction that it shouldn't be going in. Otherwise, you wouldn't run for president. And a lot of that has to do with the future of your family and your circle of people that you call your friends and family. Uh, and it just so happens that it also extends to other people. And because you're becoming president, you know, what are some other issues that we can tackle that other people might have problems with? I mean, it's not Disney, but it's also not Maleficent, okay? Which is also Disney. But <laughs> let's just... You know, it's not Snow White or Maleficent. It's its in between. All right? I don't think Joe Biden hates everybody in America. I think there's people he cares about, certainly his own, and children. I think he cares about the children a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's wearing a fucking cloth mask, okay? Trying to claim he's protecting people. And I don't know if he knows or not, but most people don't. Most people are fucking stupid, okay? Yes, look right now at yourself in the mirror. You're probably fucking stupid. All right, especially when it comes to this. If you think it's that people should be wearing cloth masks around. Well, again, it's stupid. there's rhetoric. I mean, I saw this thing the other day where it's two Petri dishes. Like some doctor did this experiment where she coughed on the Petri dish with a mask and then coughed on it without a mask. And look at all the bacteria when she wasn't wearing a mask. It's like, yeah, but how about you just don't cough in people's mouths? No matter if you're wearing a mask or not. Like That's not yeah, here's what's the, happening. Here's the th- Here's the difference. Bacteria is bigger than viruses. Yeah, also that. <clears throat> it takes like five seconds to Google the size of a virus, okay? Like bacteria is much larger than a virus. We're talking about nanoparticles. When, it, when we talk about masks and their ratings, it comes down to what it stops. I have three different types of masks in my home. Well, I guess four recently because my sister made us cloth masks which I wear for show uh, because I don't have any N95 masks. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. <clears throat> so the first kind of mask is the little cheap thing with a rubber band on it. And it kind of pinches on your nose and you wear it. It doesn't really create a seal. Now I'm someone that goes under my house in my crawl space in my, in my attic quite often doing work. Okay. I have worn various masks in these environments. Let me give you an example of this, okay? I have worn the regular mask I just talked about under my house recently. I thought, there's not a lot of dust under my house. I'll be fine. I'm just climbing under there to grab something, and then I'm going to come back. Wrong. Rest of the day, coughing, okay? Blow my nose, black shit in my nose, okay? That mask did nothing. And we're talking dust particles, which are larger than virus particles. Uh, I have another mask that I bought off of Amazon a year ago for when I went up in my attic. It's one of these foam-type stretchy masks that create a good seal. It's got the exhale breathers on the side of it that you can take out and wash and clean. And it comes with these inserts that you can buy separately that are 
similar to M95 material, N95 material, where it's been layered multiple times in, in a crossing, crisscrossing pattern to create a better uh, blockage for anything coming in. Again, this mask is not a good enough airtight seal. It doesn't seal tight enough. So despite that, I still come out of my attic every time I use that with black shit coming out of my nose. Now, certainly, it's stopping some level of particulate. If you look at the white part of the mask, the insert, it's got black shit all over it on the other side. But guess what? It ain't stopping all of it. Now, I've also used a cloth mask, but I've never used it underneath the house. What I have used is what I recently bought. I, I was able to finally get my hands on after looking through all the coronavirus shit, not for fucking protecting myself from coronavirus, but for going up in my attic and shit like that. An actual fucking mask, like a painter's mask, like a fucking mask that you have that has multiple straps on it, tight to your fucking face, good form fitting, creates a seal, and has these screw-on N95 or better level fucking filters. That thing, I cleaned up. My dog had diarrhea. I cleaned up my dog's diarrhea and put that on. I couldn't smell the diarrhea, okay? That's how good that shit is, is it blocks fucking odor particles. Now, that shit is rated to stop COVID because it it will stop COVID. I n- Never once have I taken that mask off and had black shit in my nose going under, under my house or in my attic, okay? An N95 is, compared to a cloth mask, a, cl- a cl- cloth mask is stitched in one direction and it has large holes in it, okay? Even if it's stitched in two directions, it still has large enough holes in it to where the COVID virus can fit through it. And by the way, it's not one little fucking virus particle that's coming and hitting your fucking mask. There are millions of this particle in the air when somebody sneezes, coughs, or even talks or breathes. Now, a sneeze will cover a distance of a little bit greater than six meters. Uh, It can go up to 10 to 12 meters with a sneeze, depending on the ventilation in the room, whether you're outside or not, what have you. Cough goes less further than a sneeze. It's about six meters or six feet, a little bit less than six meters, about six feet. Talking and uh, breathing is way less than that, but it's still stuff comes out of your mouth when you talk and falls to the ground. There are visual representations on Google. It looks like people are vomiting, <laughs> but it's just particles and to tell you and explain how those work. <clears throat> Social distancing is your best fucking tool against COVID uh, other than an N95 mask. Now, an N95 mask I would even stop. go as far as to say is even if there's not a pandemic, <clears throat> stay at least fucking six feet away from me, please. Yeah, of course, because the flu and all kinds well, of You don't have to get all crazy places. about it. Like I, told you, I saw this guy you know, the one time I went out standing in line. and So I'm standing in line ready to check out at this grocery store, and there's someone behind me, and this guy pauses for like 30 seconds, all confused about how he can get in line without breaking that six feet. It's like, dude, just passing through to get into a line is, is, is it, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, really? You ever see a doctor with a beard, by the way? Yeah. Very rare. And typically not doctors that are doing surgery. Surgeons do not have beards. They don't. The guy who took beards. out my wisdom teeth had a beard, but I'm pretty sure he put some kind oh, of that's like. A dentist. No, it was right. like oral surgery. It wasn't a dentist, but, um. I mean, was he didn't just pull beard him. or anything like that. Oh yeah, they, I mean, this was clearly a religious thing. <laughs> oh, but weird. he had um, it was weird. It looked like he put some kind of 
Elmer's glue or something. Like it looked like it was not oh, moving. On the mask. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, no, not on well, the mask. One of the, I don't know how to describe the, it. It's like I almost thought when I saw it that there must be some kind of thing for doctors where if they have a beard like that, they kind of just like mat it all down with this shit and it fall. stays there. Yeah. I well, one of the reasons. Go ahead. Okay, I used to work in a uh, a plastic lab where I work with plastic injection machinery that made things for medical use, mm-hmm. and I had a beard, and um, we had to wear hair nets, and for people like me who had a beard, we had to wear beard nets too. It's just like a hair net that goes on your fucking face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen people at the deli in Walmart wearing them. The reason yeah. why a doctor wears a face mask that's made out of cloth every time you go to the doctor and not an N95 mask is because they're not trying to prevent viruses, okay? They're trying to prevent bacteria from getting into your open cavities and shit that they have you opened up for when they're doing work on you. And they don't want that bacteria to get in there and cause an infection because bacteria causes infections, not viruses. The odds are that the the odds that the doctor has some kind of virus that's going to kill you is pretty low. But any kind of bacteria that comes from his mouth just from breathing can potentially cause an infection in your well, body. Well, especially after, uh, if it's like a surgeon or something. Now, uh, doctors your, your, me, your immune system's compromised after that, so yeah. it's even more Doctors typically wear this kind of stuff, regardless of surgery, out of habit, to create habit. And you better believe that this shit does not stop 100%. Anywhere where that shit's loose, air is coming out. So you're not even really saving people or helping people by wearing a cloth mask, Okay. It's just security theater, all right? This is the next type. This is just some kind of fucking government obey type shit, you know? It's like back in the 90s, we used to have these fucking clothing lines where people would wear shit that said obey, and it was ironic. It was kind of a joke. Wearing a mask is a form of obeying. That's what it is, okay? Well, that's why people don't want to. As soon as you make it mandatory, people have a problem with it. Right. Nobody had a problem. But it's crazy how some people, the same people that are like, listen to the government and wear the mask are the same people like, fuck the government and tear down all the statues. If you have a beard, wearing an N95 mask isn't helping you or anyone else. So shave your fucking beard. So are we The beard actually helps. There's research showing that beards help you from getting, or keep you from getting sick to a degree. Well, to a degree. If it's big and bushy enough, sure. I could see that because it picks up the stuff. Here's the other problem with the, even if you're wearing an N95 mask, here's the other problem. Let's say you're wearing an N95 mask and you're out in public and uh, you're, even if you're social distancing, uh, there's particulate in the air. Let's say the coronavirus is uh, on something, uh, some kind of fruit or something like that that you touch. You don't know that it's on there. You can't see it. And the best thing to do is not to touch your hands or face. But what do you got to do to take off your mask? You got to touch your face. Now, you can probably take your mask off without touching your face, but you're still touching your clothes, you're touching your keys, you're touching your car door, you're touching your house, door to your house, and you're not really going behind yourself, and unless you're going back behind yourself and Howie Mandeling that shit, using a handkerchief for everything, or only using your elbows to touch stuff, and washing your hands as soon as you get home, and, you know, I mean, getting we, we shower, have, washing your hair. We, we keep a big bottle of... Uh hand sanitizer in the car so the second we get in the car we sure but the second you get out of the car and touch the door or whatever it's still going to get on you odds are you have not getting home and we open the door and we run straight to the sink and wash our hands 
here's the thing. Odds are you're not making contact with COVID in your daily yeah. life. That's the first thing. But it doesn't. it's not a problem being safe. But unless you're doing all those things, I'm, I'm just making the point. I don't have a problem with people wearing masks. I don't have a problem with people wearing cloth masks. What I have a problem with is people shaming people not wearing masks and mandating that people wear masks because it doesn't make any fucking sense. If you're mandating people wearing masks, but you're not mandating people to use fucking hand sanitizer and wipe down all their shit, what's the fucking point? By the way, if you have long hair and COVID, somebody sneezes and it gets on your hair, it's not just one particle in your hair. It's hundreds of thousands of particles are in your hair right now. And you're going home and you're going into your house and taking off your mask and you're washing your hands and sanitizing everything. Guess what? Unless you go fucking wash your hair immediately with some kind of antibacterial thing that's going to kill COVID, anytime your hair flops around, it's potentially slinging that shit in front of your face and you're inhaling it. Okay. These doctors and nurses that are at the hospitals, okay, they wear face shields and they wear all kinds of clothing to prevent that shit that they can get out of. Caps on their head. Caps on their head, all this shit. They're wearing gowns. And gloves and shit like that, okay? Because they don't want to have to fucking scrub down every single time they go home or when they're done with somebody. Well, they're also gloves that are sterile. Like, if you go to Subway and you look at the box they pull their glove gloves out of, it says these aren't sterile. So you're getting, they're probably made in a dirty factory and put in a dirty box, and then those boxes are put in another dirty box and put on a dirty truck, and they show up with the rest of whatever your fucking Subway orders, bread and shit. And the How point of those is to prevent cross-contamination, mostly for allergies. <laughs> so, like, if How you're allergic Mandel to... talked periodically, by the way, about... Yeah, if you're allergic to shit, you're... <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter, right? Well, no, it's so, uh, like... What you're... Well, what they're supposed to do is, like, if you're allergic to jalapeno peppers, right, They the gloves keep it. So if they just made a sandwich... If they weren't wearing gloves, right, and they were just using their fingers, they touch the jalapeno peppers, that shit stays on your hands, and then the next person right. comes along... And just because they touch turkey after they touched jalapeno peppers, now you have a problem with allergic reaction. Yeah. But it doesn't help prevent germ spread, especially the way people in the food industry tend to use gloves, which is leave them on all day and just go about your business. Touch a bunch of shit, touch handles. <clears throat> okay. Um, it's about your behavior more so than it is about the shit you're doing. You look at Howie Mandel. He said multiple times, he said it on the Howard Stern show back in the day where his Shaving of his head has nothing to do with his natural hair loss, but his OCD. That's why it is so perfectly shaved. Every day he shaves his head because hair can carry the fucking viruses and bacterias. And he it makes him feel clean having a shaved head. Oh, he looks like Mr. Clean. So good job. <laughs> what about the soul patch? How does that affect it? Well, sometimes he keeps it, sometimes he doesn't. He says it you know, makes him presentable on TV. If he doesn't have it, he says it makes him look like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, if he can get over the soul patch, that's good for him, I guess. Because I would imagine that that would be... I mean, it's right next to your fucking mouth. So, unless you're shaving your head, you got to go home and wash your hair if you're worried about shit all the time. Or you got to wear a net while you go out. If you are worried about getting COVID... This is the kind of stuff you got to do. And if you're going to mandate people wearing masks, what the fuck is the point if you're not mandating that they wear gowns and caps and shit like that and sanitize everything? What is the fucking point? I think it makes no it sense. Should, it should come if, down to just people being smarter. Yeah. Well, people aren't smart. 
people are like on the news. It's all over the news. Florida has ten thousand new cases today. Like, yeah, that's because generally people in Florida are fucking retarded. Well, I mean, they're actually when they're testing people for antibodies now, they're saying that it's like ten times higher the number of people that had coronavirus. So they're saying it's way more transmissible and way less deadly than we originally thought. Yeah, because I mean, random people it? just have Four, fucking fucking death rate. Some shit it's like probably that. less you than look that. up anything on masks and shit and show that only an N95 is going to protect you because of the way it pulls against your face and the cross stitching, and that you can also look up and see that the rates are not what they said that they were going to be. So, you know, this whole thing where you got people shaming other people for not wearing masks and uh, especially like Joe Biden being out here saying this shit. I don't know if he's stupid, probably is, or if he's just being dishonest, but this is a form of obey. Okay. This is, this is a form of is I always wear a fucking baseball cap. Yeah, I also wear a baseball cap when I go. That's another way. That's a good way. That's my, That's no different than wearing a cap. <clears throat> I think we should just treat it like chicken box. Get everyone together. Fucking have them all get it, and then we don't have to worry about it. You know, rip the band-aid off quick. It, it only really, like, you know, you get the people that have to be on respirators. It's usually just, like, older people or people with compromised immune systems like that like yeah sure if if you're an elderly person i mean you're at the end of the rope anyway so you don't need to you know don't need to give it to them because odds are this is directly from a website called theconversation.com they talk about a lot of stuff and you know anybody's welcome to look this kind of stuff up don't take my word they talk about things like the type of fiber and the moisture regain and the micron <clears throat> size that can go through it and shit like that. You know, uh, cotton is 11 to 22. It's absorbent, easy to wash. And that's the whole point of having a cotton mask. If you're going home and just setting your mask down, you're not doing it right. You're supposed to be washing it and then drying it out. That's the right. whole point of that. has uh, been doing she just <laughs> Stuffs it in her purse when she's done. I'm yeah. like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. So I just keep mine around in case a place turns me away and then I'll put my fucking mask on. Or if, I, if I'm approaching a place and I see that there's people going in it without a mask on, I won't wear my mask. But if I see that every everybody's got it, whatever, I'll put it on. Now there's the concept of woven knit and non-woven. When you talk about woven, you're talking about things like denim jeans, shirting, bedding. Knitting is like sportswear, underwear. Non-woven is like coffee filters, furnace and vacuum bag filters, shit like that, okay? So when you're looking at woven fabrics, and this site says here, considerations related to mask design, woven woven fabrics are fairly stable, so the mask will not stretch. Openings between the yarns can allow droplets and vapor to transmit through the fabric. Uh, Knits are stretchy, which can aid with mask comfort and fit, but the structure can distort when stretched across the face, creating open spaces, allowing transmission. And the non-woven, random non-woven structure may provide a blocking advantage depending on how densely the yarns and fibers are packed. This is what M95s are made out of, by the way. They're not woven. They're non-woven. Cross trying to tell it's, it's just like it's it's cotton, so it's fine. I'm like, no, but it's woven cotton. Like Particulates can still go through the little hatches. Yeah. You need non-woven. And, you, you know, if you look at an N95, it has two bands on it. It's going to push tight. It's going to pull tight to your face. It's, it's a sturdier mask. 
It has an exhale breather on it, so you don't have to worry about oxygen levels and shit like that if that's your fucking concern. But that's the only thing that's going to stop COVID. And then beyond a mask, you also are either going to have to dress like a fucking nurse in a hospital with a cap on and all that shit, or you're going to have to sanitize everything when you get home from going out and when anybody gets home from going out. You're going to have to sanitize everything. And that's all, you know, that's a lot of money investment. If you got that kind of money and want to invest in constant, you know, every, and you can't just take one Lysol wipe to everything in your house because now you're just rubbing that shit everywhere. Okay. Yeah. But I'm getting the Lysol is not a hundred percent effective at killing COVID. UV light is the only way to a hundred percent kill COVID for like 60 seconds. And all I'm saying is mandating fucking mass fucking retarded. And personally, I believe it's part of a fucking system of trying to get people to just fucking conform. It's a conforming. And, you know, we talked about the contagion of COVID. It's a 1.4 to 3.3 estimate uh, chance to spread. That's compare that to measles, which is 11 to 18. Okay. Ebola is two. Zika is three to 6.6. HIV is 3.6 to 3.7. You're more likely to get HIV than COVID. All right. Maybe not more likely, but it's easier to spread HIV than it is COVID. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Maybe not easier. Seasonal flu, 1.3. So yes, it beats the flu. It's worse than the flu, but it's still not going to, it's not Ebola. It's not measles. It's not Zika virus. Okay. (laughs) You will be fine. There have been 2 point million something cases in the United States, something like that, right? Last thing to say on this. Currently, we're sitting at, in the United States, 2.5 million confirmed cases. 2.580,000 million. Uh, 2 million. Five right, 250 cases, million people have died. <laughs> 2.5 million. That's 2 million. 580,000 people confirmed. 784,000 have recovered. 128,000 have died. That is nothing. That's a drop in the fund. 10 million worldwide. Well, and a lot of that's in nursing homes too. Right. 10, 10 million confirmed, 500 deaths worldwide. That's a both of those numbers are 4%. Yes, that's worse than the flu, but it's nothing. Oh, all, all lives matter. Wait, what? <laughs> What'd you just fucking say? Racist piece of shit. <laughs> now, let's compare that, okay? What does New York's numbers look like? Because this is important with, with, a, with, with the United States. New York's cases are on a decline. Good for them. <clears throat> How many cases has New York had total, right? We, we, we said that America was 2.5 million confirmed cases. New York, 392,000 confirmed cases, 24,000 deaths. That's quite a large chunk of the cases being attributed to New York. Now, people say, oh, it's density. New York's dense. There's plenty of dense cities across the world that don't have those kind of numbers. Maybe it's a leadership problem. Maybe it's a lot of factors. Who knows? 
But let's look at North Carolina, 58,000 confirmed cases, 1,300 deaths. Barely anything compared to New York City or California or even the rest of the United States. But North Carolina gets a mandatory mask requirement. 1,300 people have died out of 10 million people in North Carolina as the population. What percentage is that? So in North Carolina, you have to wear a mask mandatory because 1,300 people have died of COVID. Ask me how many people have died of heart disease in North Carolina this year or car accidents or insert anything. Insert anything else that's not COVID. Lightning strikes. Freak goat accidents. But I'm just saying, mand- mandated is... How many people were killed by a goat in North Carolina this year? Stop it. Stop telling people to wear masks. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. You want to do all the Howie Mandel shit? Do the Howie Mandel shit. Do it for the rest of your fucking life when it comes to anything, because the flu can kill you. If you're concerned about a 4%, why aren't you concerned about a 1.3%? What's the fucking difference? 3%? You're going to come at me at 3%? 3% is your fucking line in the sand. By the way, I'm surprised with the amount of media that people consume that everyone is so happy and willing to live in fear for extended periods of time. percent of people with COVID not dying. Seems kind of stupid when you say the other number, doesn't it? You know what that is? That's being at a party with 10 people and one guy dies and everybody freaks out. That's being at a party with 100 people and four people dying. <laughs> And everybody freaks out. Well, they probably would freak out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Turn into a fucking murder mystery. <laughs> COVID did it. Put on a mask. You people are being irrational. Overly emotional. Sit the fuck down. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know. I'm I'm kind <clears> of <throat> split on it. On one hand, it's like, man, I can't believe so many people are being this ridiculous about it. But on the other hand, I kind of like not being blamed for staying at home all the time. You know, it's great. I'm, I mean, I'm, I like staying at home. But when I go out in public, I don't want to be fucking told what to do as long as I'm not fucking bothering people. Well, I'm not wearing a mask is bothering people because you can get people killed. Yeah, that's that's the same for everything. I could. I could have the regular flu and old people die of that at 1.3%. You should probably stop driving because people get hit by cars quite a bit. By cars. We just, we forgot, we we forgot that, you know, this country is all about freedom before security. We didn't forget. Uh, We're overrun with pussies who have never had to do anything their entire life. That is difficult. I've seen people, harassed in supermarkets because they're not wearing fucking masks. You let somebody say something to me and hope I'm not carrying a gun. I will be that statistic that left-leaning people point out. See, he had a gun and he's unhinged. Yeah, mind your... Here's a a good mantra. Let's change what it says on the Statue of Liberty. And this will be my closing thought. Mind your fucking business. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. Yeah, you, you... you, you knew exactly what I was going to say. 
That's what it should say on the fucking Statue of Liberty. Welcome to America. Mind your fucking business. Well, there's terrible people out there. and we got No, if everybody minded their own fucking business, this country would be fine. There'd be no crime because minding your business means leave people shit alone, leave people alone. That goes for rape, murder, theft, everything. Mind your fucking business. If a car accident happens in front of you and you're not affected by it, mind your fucking business. Okay? If a cop is arresting somebody in public, mind your fucking business. Shut the fuck up. No, you are you are nobody. You are a speck of dust in the universe. And you mean nothing. And you will die one day and be forgotten, eventually forgotten. How long do you think it's going to take before people forget who Achilles is? Oh, a lot faster okay. now with all the statues coming down. It is only a matter of time before you die, go into the dirt as nothing, and people forget who you are. So do do yourself a solid and uh, don't be a piece of shit while you live on Earth and stop trying to intervene in people's life and pretend that you're a fucking hero that's going to save people because you're not. You're nobody. Put your head down. Do your fucking job. Enjoy your hobby. And if you don't like the world, kill yourself. I, I've saved thousands of lives. You know how many people I got started on vaping? I'm a hero. <laughs> no one's going to remember me. <clears throat> Listen, I voted for Trump, so I saved the fucking world. Okay. I, I might have to, you know. But I'm I, about just, to. <clears throat> I think I might actually vote this year. Just yeah. so just so that I can this is gonna no, be my first time voting ever. Even though it doesn't matter, I just I'm I'm kinda hoping that a lot of people decide to vote just so just to pad the numbers, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Make it more difficult for the cheaters. <clears throat> Unless I get there and say, like, Oh, you already voted today. I don't know. After this last year, it's just like, my God, these people are trying so fucking hard to get rid of this guy. And it's just like, what did he do? See that, ladies what, and gentlemen? What the fuck did he do? See that? I didn't convert him. You did. Right? Fucking idiots. When Trump was first elected, I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, well, Trump's an idiot. I think but, I was more glad know, it wasn't not, Hillary. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, Trump's an idiot, but Hillary is fucking, you know. Don't scene and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even uh, before, even say. even before, you know, Trump did the thing. <clears throat> I, I was always curious, like, what would happen if just some some guy just got in the office, not giving a fuck, and just started doing Somebody shit? Like yeah, just started, didn't, didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, the thing is, is like, if people would just calm the fuck down, mostly in the left, but both sides overall, if it just stopped escalating with the yelling and the screaming and the internet bullshit and people just did what they did when Obama was in office, you know? Like, hey, I disagree, but I'm not going to riot about it. Um, yeah. Probably get a lot more stuff done. Instead of fucking bickering and trying to, uh, you know, block each other's laws because you're trying to wait till the fucking election cycle's over. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. How about you just stop worrying about your fucking personal re-election campaign and how it's going to look four years from now and just do your fucking job and help solve some of the problems we have instead of making it worse. Yeah. Also mind your fucking business. If you're elected to represent a certain group of people, 
elect them. Stop trying to pretend you're president. <clears throat> well, that's what a lot of people forget is uh, if you're elected, you now represent the, the entire population of whatever group of people. You know, so you actually should consider the, the stances you disagree with, too. And not just be right. like, well, I'm just going to vote right down the line on this bill because that's what everyone else is doing. Like, if You're you disagree. you representing the people that elected you. And if that's a Congress member, it's a small group of people yeah. on the world stage. Uh, and so you need to absolutely be more humble and respectful of your colleagues' points because they're the same. And the people that they represent aren't the same as the people that you represent. And I don't mean black, white, gray, brown, fag or not fag. I mean... Like, I live in the country, you live in the city, big differences. All right? Big I up saying New York has been getting shafted for so long because, you know, it's all about uh, what's right for the... They they pass statewide laws for the city in Long Island, which is half the population, but only like 5% of the land mass. And now you get all these fucking weird tax rates and everything and shit that apply to people who can't afford that kind of thing. Upstate. That's why they've been talking for a while about just separating it out and have it be its own state. Yeah. Of course, they don't want to do that because they like having power over half of their population. Yeah. When it comes to general elections. That's why, why I mean, a lot of people are moving out of that area. Yep. Yeah, I think California should be split in half. More than half. Yeah. I mean, I used to live in uh, Vallejo, which is up by uh, San Francisco. And, you know, I'd I'd hear my dad talk about, like, stupid policies that are happening in L.A. that are affecting us way north. And it's just like, this doesn't have anything to do with us. We're, like, it's practically two separate worlds that we live in. That's also the reason why we're a union and not a democracy. That's why you're not supposed to want federal fucking laws constantly. Because what's good for you isn't good for people somewhere else and vice versa. And you may think that it's good because you're getting your shit passed. But wait until somebody that you don't... Wait until the white supremacists rise up or some shit and start getting the laws changed because they're the majority now. Fucking idiot. Like, I, this is the reality you build. This is why... And California is a unique case because there's you have to just leave the state. It's not like... You know, the shit that's going on in L.A. is affecting you no matter where you are in California. And that's a that's a negative fucking process. And that's why local law is more important than statewide law and statewide law is more important than federal law. <clears throat> I don't understand. How There's a lot, of, get a lot of overreach going on at the federal level. And here's the problem. You might you may think you're a moral person. I'm a moral person. I'm doing good for the world. Yeah, okay. Now, what happens when the people you don't like take that power? If you think that you're going to be able to put in avenues of power and control for your side and that it will never go to the other side, you are fucking retarded. That's all I got. I got to take off. All right. Well, at least, uh, you know, we, we kept it short. Only two hours and 20 minutes or so. Yeah, cut this in short. Apologies. Next week, maybe there'll be something to talk about. Yep. So uh, a lot of politics lately because there's just not a lot of game stuff going on. All these games have gotten pushed back, and 
E3s and shit closed down. There's nothing to talk about. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, Cyberpunk got delayed again, and but people have actually gotten to play it and say it's good, so that's cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, just playing World of Warcraft. Apparently, you can buy Cyberpunk action figures now. I'm good. Great. <laughs> Any plugs? Yeah. I haven't been streaming much. You can follow us yeah, on Twitter. I paint my scrot on Twitch. On <laughs> the 4G36 on Twitch. 4G63. That's what I said. On uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna pay my scrot. Um, I would like to start streaming again, but I just tough to get around to because my computer's up. You know. And I need and, a new name, and I got to set up a Facebook gaming thing. But you know, keep an uh, eye out. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter and all that. You got any ideas? Let me know. That's what you're doing, Facebook. That's what I'm leaning towards. All right. Because I really don't want to do Twitch. Uh, I don't. I don't like for them. a little bit, see how it feels, and then jump to Twitch. You know, maybe we'll get something out of this whole Doc thing where they get reformed. <laughs> yeah, or if you know, if Doc has Eat his own platform Twitch. coming out. Uh, uh, look this, at that too. I've been hearing about this Brime thing. I don't oh, know exactly Brime? what it is. is that Brime. Yeah, it's a new streaming service that isn't out yet, but you know they're giving hints about it. I have heard about the idea that Spotify wants to get into streaming. I heard about that too. We'll see. There's got to be something to pop up and give people a Twitch alternative because there was already seen what they've done with too much power. Concession stand that said. Something about the 29th. So, what's that tomorrow? Maybe he was planning on putting something out there, and Twitch got ahead of him. It said, "Prepare for the 29th." That's what it says at his concession stand on his last stream. So, maybe Twitch just got ahead of him. That's why he's not worried about it or saying anything really, because he doesn't want to have any legal problems, and he doesn't really care because he's going to another platform. You know. What if you bring back uh, Beam.io? Right. The Mixer's predecessor, only he spells it like Guy Beam. B-E-A-H-M dot I-O. Realistically speaking, I could see how somebody like Shannon Z-Killer would think that Doc would be done in the industry if he breached his contract because nobody would want to work with him because of contract, right? But maybe she doesn't know the whole scoop that, that Doc does, that there's a new platform coming about with him in it. And then you could see how somebody like that you know, like Slasher doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to promote this other streaming service because he's a fucking tool for... I mean, Slasher is absolutely a tool for Twitch. So, we'll see. Well, we'll have something to talk about next week, hopefully. I don't think it can go much longer with Radio Silence. they got to say something. If it's not Twitch, it's got to be the doc. Someone's going to say something. And if there is a new streaming service... If you want to change your name to something kind of common, you know, because <laughs> I want to be just Monty. So if I can get on one of these new platforms and stamp my name in real quick before mm-hmm. anyone else does. You four motherfuckers out there, don't take his name, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He only has government money. A lot of it. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I'll see you guys later. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.